Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's that time again. It's me, Mr. H, and it's time for the Rival Show. And today on my left we have... Mr. Mervyn Abraham. Mr. MJA, a.k.a. The Swerve, or Swerveless, or just amazing. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And ahead of me we have... The artist formerly known as Victor, but I now go by the name... The slick man. Do not address me as Victor in person. I will pepper spray you. <laughs> Thank you. And to my right. Hello, guys. Uh, nothing quite as aggressive as Victor there. Will we be pepper spraying anyone? Uh, it's Laurie again. I am back for another episode of The Rival Show. I look forward to it. Thank you. To Thanks. be fair, I did say no one no wants to address me as Victor. <laughs> That's the stupidest thing. That's just That's three <laughs> seconds ago. <laughs> Can we please um, maintain that? The slick man, thank you. Sorry, Victor. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. And before we start, I just want to say a little piece. It always puts a smile on my face whenever I know that I'm going to be invited back onto the rival show. I mean, first we have Merv, the swerve, the pilot, the host of the most. However, as soon as there's controversy, just like Patrick Swayze, he turns ghost. <laughs> now, if I want to metaphorically shoot myself in the dick... There's only one guy I want to call, and that's got to be Slick Vic. <laughs> when he's with the Geldim, he's, there's no long thing. He deals with them quick. And ladies, if you're lucky, it'll only cost you 40 quid. <laughs> and the final person here is a lady who never bores me. I mean, if Marvel were to make her a superhero, they'll call her Caucasian Glory. <laughs> like one final thing, and this is a true story. It's a pleasure to sit beside the real lady of the rival show. <laughs> and her name... Is Laurie. Shots <laughs> fired! You will listen to the subtle undertones of Mr. H, aka Bujo Banta. And yes, that was so easy. Are you listening, Monty? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. That was lovely. He cracked me up. Um, no, but seriously, don't call me Victor anymore. On to the news. Lifestyles of the rich and famous uh, leaked documents show that the rich have numerous accounts and financial activities overseas which they avoid paying tax. We all knew. Mm-hmm. Uh, this includes the Queen's own personal finances. So not the uh, taxpayer's money that we all give her anyway, um, but the Queen's own personal finances. Um, also, uh, one of the major Tory donors, Lord Ashcroft, had hundreds of millions overseas. And despite saying he would change his status back to UK residency and start paying the appropriate amount of tax, uh, he never did. Um, I mean, we already knew all of this goes on, but there was a funny video, I don't know if you saw, on the people who checked the agenda, not you, um, <clears throat> there was a funny video of the reporters trying to... In pa- in the panorama guy. Or, trying yeah. To, yeah, trying to ask him questions. Lord Ashcroft, Lord Ashcroft, could I just ask you one question? He ran and hid in the toilet. I've never said, there. to say, dear, 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 and the other one's just corrupt, in, in other words. We already know this happens. Mm-hmm. But the point being is now they're leaking a lot of names. And a lot of the people you see on this, you think to yourself, hmm, we know you do it. We know it goes on. 
but you're the same kind of person i.e. people are part of the Tory party within the Tory party members etc who would be chasing or set up these laws where the common man is a criminal you know we talk about people oh yeah people on the dole you know he's gone back to work he's working more than 16 hours a week we want that 300 pound back or you're, we'll get your conviction mm, 340 million pounds in the offshore account so what's going to happen to Lord Ashcroft that's the question well, recently, a, a, a local fisherman, I can't remember where it was, 55-year-old man just got 14 months in prison for tax evading. And you've got to wonder, like... And obviously, that would have been for a much smaller sum than the, the money that we're talking about from, yep. from these people. So you've really got to wonder. I mean, they're, they're enforcing these rules, and they're enforcing them on people that are working hard and maybe trying to scrimp and say... I mean, you know, that man, it's the law and, and whatever. But I think that the people that are putting millions in offshores need to be take need to take responsibility for that they can't just keep because they will get away with it i mean the amount of people the queen bono the whole cast of mrs brown's boys you know lewis hamilton they're all that they're, was two million pound though they're all evading tax <laughs> yep. like and it's all in the millions <laughs> the whole cast of mrs brown's boys <laughs> <laughs> yeah. mrs brown's boys hey, my mum loves that program you know? she loves that program she's not going to be happy about it now she's not going to be happy all their money's in Mauritius in offshore accounts and stuff. It's the like, thing well, is, it, what is that work? So they have sweatshops and for them, for them, 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 them ute them out. They invest in all sorts of stuff. To make Adidas. Obviously, offshore accounts. There's um, hotels that people invest in. There's property, etc. Lewis Hamilton, I think he sold his private jet. Yeah, yeah. and that was invested somewhere. So it's that Lewis Hamilton that lives in Geneva, by the way. Yeah, but right. he, he bought and the jet in, in uh, what's the other one? Not Monaco. The other one. Yeah, Monte Carlo. Yeah. Monte Carlo. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he bought the jet in New Jersey, apparently. Yeah. So. That's still offshore, dude. Yeah, so what you've done... But uh, the thing for me is... Okay, okay, I'm quite naive when it comes to this sort of thing because I don't delve too much into it, but is what they're doing illegal? No. No. Right. So this is more about... Because I heard this on the... uh, Morality. Yeah. When they were talking about Lewis Hamilton, I was in the gym this morning, they were talking about, oh, yeah... From the moral aspect, do you think it's correct? They were talking to, like, a, a lawyer, and he was saying that legally, nothing's done wrong, but... And she goes, yeah, but from a moral aspect... For me, it's like okay, um, it's just jealousy. Is the there main it thing. is because end of the day, uh, they emphasise on Lewis Hamilton. He's successful. He's doing his thing. Is he breaking laws? No. It's his money. Yeah. Um, if it was the tables were turned, and if it was us in that situation, or the person who's complaining, if they had all that money and they could do that and benefit themselves, would they do it? Yes. Yes. So, for me, it's more about. Oh, it's just just get over it. You know what I mean? It's just jealousy for me. Like I said, if they're not breaking the laws, they found a loophole, I'd be like, you know, no offence, there's people probably reading these reports now, they're probably looking, okay, how they can get into loopholes, how they can benefit from us. And we're all doing the same thing. Just some of us are in better position than others. Mm. Um, like mm. I said, as long as you're not breaking the law or hurting anybody, I don't really give a damn what you're doing. Here's the thing. like They're focusing, like what you said, that, well, that one you said about Lewis Hamilton, they're focusing on him. Mm. Why, why weren't they talking about Lord Ashcroft? Mm-hmm. Lewis That's Hamilton, we don't, mm. don't fucking live in the country. Specifically, and you go on the reason why he doesn't live in the country, not because he wants to live in bloody Geneva. Hmm. You know, fancy getting getting his pants pulled down for for like Listen. forty <clears throat> pence on the on the pound, fifty yeah. pence on the pound, forty five pence. Do you know what I mean? So basically, we were doing this before I left work. If I made thirty million pound this year and paid tax, as in straight up, this is your employment, and yeah. I'd employ paying thirty million. I would take home sixteen million. Why? Uh, I'm not yeah. being funny. I don't. I know. I know that people are gonna still say it's you taking sixteen million. million. No, no. When you make, when you start making any amount of money, 
The moment someone basically says, National Insurance afterwards, yep. that I'm going to take 50% of your money, it doesn't matter how much you made, your brain's still going to say, fuck off. You're it's the, it's the principle. You're not yeah. going to have that. It's the, yeah. it's the principle. I've, I've earned this. Now, one point that people seem to forget is, Lewis Hamilton, we just use an example. So let's say he made, we brought, well, he did make 30 million odd, mm. right? Let's say he was in England. He paid his 30 million odd. He's taxed nearly half or half half national insurance, yeah. whatever. So that NHS that Lewis Hamilton uses, no. That national transport that he uses, no. no. What goes and sees a GP, no. Dentist, no. no. No, he fucking doesn't. Exactly. He's private. Absolutely everything. Everything he owns that he pays for. He yeah, pays yeah. for. So society doesn't give him anything back. Exactly. Mm, he true. pays for absolutely everything himself. He can buy what he wants when he wants. If he wants to see a doctor, he's probably got some fucking doctor who who's sitting around waiting for that phone call. Probably fucking afford Doctor Who to come in from his targets and fucking so have a look at him. These are the reasons why a lot of people, when they look at it, they say if if you complain about me being taxed and I've only paid. Three million, let's say, in tax. The average person, when they retire, will still not have paid anywhere near what he will pay in one year. Mm. So, how can you talk about? And I'm not saying you shouldn't, but how can you go mad and go crazy and angry about how much money they've put in when one year they put in more than your entire family will ever put in in tax? Mm. I mean, like specifically on Lewis Hamilton, I think he's just the worst example anyone could use. Because he's not even he does he represents the country because where he grows up and that mm. but he don't live here. He doesn't live here. So why are you asking? Why are you trying to hunt hunt a guy down who don't live here for peas when there's idiots who are walking around in the houses of parliament, houses of lords who have and this is the thing. What, what I'm going to say? People say things like this loophole. It's not a loophole. It was deliberately left there. Exactly. Yeah. It was deliberately left there so that a certain element of society can take advantage of it. It's the same people who make these laws and pass these laws who know where to look to find these schemes. And so so exactly. David Cameron's dad was who was setting up these things. Exactly. So while David That's, Cameron had, the the cheek, we had this conversation, I think, many episodes ago, yeah. when David Cameron was going around naming, um, what's the comedian? Jimmy, Jimmy Carr. Yeah. Gary Barlow. Oh, yeah, he had a go at them. And I was yeah. like, hold on, you cheeky fuck. Yeah, yeah. You're you yourself, naming your them. Dad, your yeah. dad is the primary to be naming these people and how it's wrong for them to use a legal loop. And your dad's job was to set these things up. Yeah. Mm. You're taking the for fucking piss. For people like you to take advantage of. Mm. Exactly. Right? The reason they're angry is because common people like us four sat in here are now being able to take advantage of. That's why That's why it's all a hullabaloo all of a that's sudden. That's the craziness. The people, because these things have been going on for, for like, for how long? Usually Lewis Hamilton again. Does Lewis Hamilton come from some posh background? He's come from no, the no. state in Stevenage. No. Now that's why you're pissed off, isn't yeah, exactly. it? Exactly. That's why you bring his... Well, I mean, this is about a dossier that's come out. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's more about that. But the papers have picked up Lewis Hamilton. I'm thinking, but Lewis Hamilton comes from a working class family. Yeah. He mm. comes from a Stevenage area, Stevenage estate. So yeah. why are you getting mental... These lot have been doing it for the last hundred and whatever years. Exactly. Should you not be focused on this saying, this is how your family continues mm. to pass on this inherent... Um, inheritance, yeah. We'll, yep. And, and, and super and, and circumvent the inter- inheritance. I mean, here's the thing with me, with taxes specifically, right? Taxes specifically. There are too many of them designed to get right into the heart of the families of those who do not have as much of those of money as those who are the ones who have historically been making these laws. Mm. So you got well you got you got income tax and national insurance, right? VAT. Those two. VAT, value added tax, mm. that's what it stands for. Some people don't actually know that, you know that. Yeah. Right? If some if 
if let's let's say you want to invest some money that you've got locking around, and by some bizarre coincidence or some weird chain of events, you actually make some money, capital gains tax. Mm. If you sell a house, <clears throat> yep. so if you were fortunate enough to invest. Buy another house, and you got ten houses like Laurie, yeah. And you buy, <laughs> you buy another house. One. Yes, sorry, sorry. You buy, and glory. <laughs> you buy a house, and you have another house, and you were to sell that house at a profit. You'd have to demonstrate um, what work you carried out in the house, and any profit you make on that is subject to capital gains tax, which means anything over forty percent, uh, they were up to anything over a certain amount, they were forty percent tax on that. So you could have yeah. just been fortunate and been lucky mm. yeah. bought this house for 90 grand market's gone crazy and hackney don't know what's mm. happened it's worth 600 grand you said it for 600 grand they said oh that's not your your first home we want 200 grand yeah but but by the way let's let's say let's say you make an investment and it all goes down in fucking flames no one's saving you from that shit who's, who's, exactly. who's helping you and where's the relief and that's what makes me laugh when they talk about the whole um question about morality because mm. like i said they're quick to jump on when someone's getting a gain out of something they, yep. they think they shouldn't know about and it's getting them an advantage. But when it backfires, where's the morality from the government Thank to support you. them, etc.? And also, they talk about Lewis Hamilton, like I said, we keep bringing him up, but it annoys me they, they focused on him. One, because obviously he's just won the championship. Two, because I think because he obviously he's not pure Caucasian. He's mixed yep. race, so yeah, something else to talk about. But yep. I think when they talk about morality, when they drop that word morality, it, makes me, it sickens me because they put so much focus on tax someone not paying the correct amount of tax but when all this shit was going on with people being har- sexually harassed yeah. yeah where's the morality spoken exactly. about exactly where, why are we not shouting and screaming yeah. women are being taken advantage of men are being taken advantage of in the houses of parliament it's crazy and also do, do you not find how strange it was how this this stuff's come out around about the time yeah where that where that all that sexual mm, all that mm, sexual mm. scandal and all that, that coincidence? You know, all of a sudden yeah. this just come out it's exactly. funny people when we were younger it's not the kind of thing we ever thought about or cared about mm. but mm. as you get older it's a fact every time there's some big scandal yeah something else we'll automatically yeah, comes out within a week time, or two yeah. Yeah. every single time to the only thing that's probably yeah. stitched them up is that that labor mp committed suicide today yes yeah. as a result it seems or the investigations going yeah. to sexual assault so all of a sudden it's like Oh shit! We thought we, we called this sweep this And even the that, even that. No, I'm not. I, I know it's bad. I mean, the guys died, and they say it's suicide. As soon as it come up, the first thing I said was, "Hmm, is it?" Yeah, I just, you, don't, you, I, you, you never know, mate. I, we've, never know. we've we've watched House of Cards, yeah. like, and people. Kevin see Spacey. It don't spooks. mention that. Don't mention no, him. No, don't, yeah, don't mention him. No, I'm not mentioning him. Just in terms of you know, one thing I loved about House of Cards is obviously it goes behind the scenes and people. I know it's dramatized a lot of yeah. it. But yeah, but it, you can imagine. You it can imagine. Though. You got. You got. So you can't Ooh, be naive and say this. You can't be naive and say this stuff doesn't happen. You know, mm-hmm. like I rub your back, you rub mine. Not in a Kevin Spacey way, but anyway. But <laughs> in terms of you know, you know, you know what I mean though. In terms of these things happen. So when you hear this guy, the Welsh guy, that obviously I'm sorry to hear that he's lost his life, you start to wonder. Hmm, it's a bit of a coincidence that mm. this this has happened, etc. But again, I'm just. I said I'm not a big fan of politics because I think it's just a big world of lies and stuff. So when it this is. stuff come with attacks and stuff, the first thing, the same thing you said, Merv, as soon as it come on, I was in the gym, saw on the TV, I was thinking, why are they talking about tax now? I yep. mean, like I said, why, why now? I mean, and they, we all know this goes on, so why are you bring this it up? This is normal. It's to I mean, this dossier that, that suddenly appears. It always nowhere. does, isn't it? I'm not saying that it hasn't given us a good insight because we can terrorize certain people. Yeah, like Lord Ashcroft. Because nothing's you know, gonna happen. Nothing's gonna happen. Thank to you. Nothing's, yeah. nothing's, yeah. nothing's no, no, gonna happen. Thank you. The thing is, though, when we're talking about remember when we're talking about legal 
loopholes. Mm. What we're saying is he hasn't technically done anything yeah, wrong. Exactly. Yeah, and the point goes as Victor said. One of the issues is is that this loophole is basically for the already rich. Yep. Mm-hmm. For those families, the aristocracy, the yeah. mm-hmm. the many people, you know, establishment. The, established there you go. Families. Those people have been around for their families been around for hundreds of years effectively yep. or have been a part of or close to yeah. established families for yep. many years that's who these loopholes are for and the problem appears now to be that someone who's not on those levels or people who you might be a chief executive of a company or yep. a managing director of a company you started your own new yep. money started your own company you're doing successful things and now you're doing it and it's all of a sudden it's like oh jones and jones managing director steve yep. williamson's is like hold on I don't care about him. Exactly. I want to know about this guy. Because exactly. the Tories at this moment, and I want to only talk about Tories because I know there's Labour people involved, obviously. Yeah. But the Tories, whoever's in power, you set the legislation, you set the rules, you set the guidelines, and you know how to manipulate it. Mm-hmm. But you will crucify still yeah. the normal people, mm-hmm. the less established people. Yeah. yeah, it's the hypocrisy of it, isn't it? That's what go. really makes people angry. It is. is the fact that these people, and like mainly politicians, whatever, they do they they literally grab every little bit of kind of compensation that they can get and at the same time they look down on people that don't have the money and they tell you know people that they're not working hard enough and they're being lazy and it's just like well no you've had a fucking free ride fuck off there you go exactly there you go i mean and can i just say something about a lot of these sex scandals that are going on right look man some of the things that are going on people have had bad shit done to them let's fry the fuckers who are bad but i'm sorry what about people losing their job for for dropping banter we're going to talk about this, though. Oh, we are? You didn't read the agenda. Yeah, you know I didn't read the agenda. I'm back to normal now. It's let's, in let's, the agenda. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll move on to our second story. Um, and I did actually write at the top of the agenda, keep it non-controversial, Victor. I wrote that. It's true. Um, people who went to Syria to fight for ISIS returned to UK. It's in hundreds of people could have returned. Some say they should be welcomed back and integrated back into society so they can learn again how to be a UK citizen. Uh, others say, obviously, disagree and say, lock them up. Banned them from returning. What do we think? Were any of them robots like Sophia last week? You're an idiot. <laughs> I'm just asking. Yeah, it's a citizen. Yeah. Yeah. First, 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 first sentence, you know. Citizen. Oh, you this know what I mean? guy. It genuinely. It. The thing is, it's a very difficult topic to discuss because, you know, there are people, you know, teenagers that have been corrupted and you know taken advantage of and manipulated, and they've gone there and they've been disillusioned and realised that it's not what they thought and it's it's war over there and they want to come home and i do think that those people that you know were very naive deserve kind of a chance to to snap back to reality and realize that it was wrong but it also genuinely puts the fear of god into me at the thought of hundreds of people that have that have gone to fight for isis against us coming back i live in you know central london i'm constantly on edge whenever i get on the tube and it's overly busy or you know just being in an area that's particularly crowded mm. it does genuinely worry me to be fair you are in you are in hood though so you're all right I don't anything jumps the off hood. there couple of them road man already you get me couple of them guys big four foot 45 <laughs> gauge <laughs> Ready for that in a territory where man, man not hot. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? No, but the, I digress. the thing is, though, I mean, no one's, no one's ever going to be happy. There's going to be people saying you can't ban them from coming in. There's going to be people saying you can't let them in. It's always going to be 
you know, the, the extreme of two sides and finding a middle ground, obviously government are struggling with. They don't know what to do either. They don't know how to handle it. They, I mean, we're, I think we were fourth on the list of numbers of um, fighters that have returned to their home countries. Home countries it was yeah. like Turkey and, and whatever. And we were, we were only fourth on that list. And Yeah, but you see, the thing is, I think the difference is that this isn't a predominantly Muslim country. Yeah. Those it's other a countries... Christian state. Yeah, but they're still. They're <laughs> Don't do that again. Ever. But they are <laughs> <laughs> fucking UKIP looking bastards. You kidding me? The way that the UKIP nightmare. But the point is, incidents are still happening, and they're happening more and more often, and in more public places. I mean, years ago it was a bomb on the tube. Now the phase is to get a van and, and drive through a crowded well, I mean, area. That, that like, boy did try a bomb on the tube only recently. That was his aim. Well, it didn't go off, innit? Exactly. It's still happening more than it you know more than it's ever really happened before i mean yeah. you know the numbers of attacks have increased hugely so it's just it's an impossible thing to, to kind of figure out right. a solution really no, i just think that, that i'm, I'm going to say what everybody doesn't want to say people listening people at home two words oh god i'm dreading it jack bauer <laughs> <laughs> From 24? <laughs> yeah. Don't yeah. entertain him. He's a fucking idiot. He will sort... Bro, I was thinking... Also, I was worried it's all out. Jack Bauer. Would you... Okay, no, I'm attack it. ISIS. I'll, <laughs> yeah. I'll be watching 24 because I don't watch, know Watch all the seasons of it. Oh, you don't know about Jack Bauer? Listen. Jack Bauer's a real person. Oh, I know who he is. ISIS but... would have been defeated ages exactly. ago. But, all right, no, listen. I'll be, I'm going to be straight. You'll be, be straight. I'm going to be fucking straight with everyone, right? There's, there, there is no middle ground on this thing for me. Anybody who goes off... And like what you said, oh yeah, they've been corrupted and they were naive, and <clears throat> that's not my fault. So hold on, no, hold on, hold on. If 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 I if if I if I if I if I'm someone who gets corrupted and walks into a bank and robs a place and shoots people's kneecaps, no one's gonna no one's gonna welcome me with oh he was not he was corrupted he was naive. No, if you go off to Syria to go off to learn how to do some terrorist shit and shoot people and all this other stuff they're going over there to do, because I'm telling you. <coughs> It's not a weekend at a country club when you go over there. You should, they should just know that from the from, from the, the get go. Exactly, right? You come back. First thing I'm doing when you come back, you're being greeted. With, you're being greeted with a rear naked chokehold. That is the first <laughs> thing should be compulsory. Choke that fucker out straight away, right? Then take them down to some deep dark hole and find out what the, what the fuck this person wants, right? There should be a, there should be a very intensive program this is the real for them to come why. back. Or this is the real reason they, why. Because they, these guys could be sleeper. Bait. They could be sleeper agents. Existed. Like in what's that pro, what's that program with that that chunting from um um Stardust, the blonde chick. What's her name? <laughs> Jessica Homeland. Baines. Homeland. Yeah. I've never seen sleeper that. Sleeper agents. I know that. Sleeper agents everywhere. Everywhere. No, but the thing is, we we. We have a situation, as Victor pointed out, that if you were to commit a normal everyday crime or or consider an act, let's say you were stopped before you you were contemplating it, but the police were to somehow raid your house for some reason and they could see that you had planned to carry out an act. You hadn't carried it out. You might have sacked it off. Yeah. But you went to it in 2016 decided, you know what? I'm not going to do that. I'm a better person. If people found that out, how would they treat you? Exactly. They would alienate you. They'd yeah. like, that it would make their behaviour worse. Right. It would make them turn to ISIS even more than they would have before. So in this situation... They're concerned that if people do come back and they're alienated, that can make them just think, actually, I'm going to do what you expected me to do, yep. as opposed to welcoming back and saying, look, your family is here, your friends are here, they just want to help you and, and make you see that that's not the right path. 
The problem is, is that there are people who have come from some really good families mm-hmm. and they did not give a shit what their family tried to say to them. They didn't follow the, the right path. They still went off to Syria. They've gone off to other places to fight. Yeah. They've joined to ISIS. Train. Some of these people would have killed people, facts, in the name of ISIS. Mm. Yeah. They would have done that. Yeah. And they would have come, come home. home and, yeah. and that's what people don't know. We don't know the difference between who's saying I'm coming home because I yeah, fucked exactly. up who, and who's coming tell. home because mm. I'm thinking... I might want to murk some people back in England. Yeah. We just don't exactly. know. That's the scary yeah. thing. Mm. I think for me as well, like Victor said, I mean, it's a difference of someone goes to prison, they've made a crime, they come out, they've served their time, they're starting their life again. But like you said, if you're deciding, or whatever the case may be, you go to fight for ISIS, you've laid, for me, you've once you make, you've laid, made your bed, you lay in it, that's it. It's not about you coming back and for me, because of the circumstance, because of the situation, you've gone over there, you're, you're taking lives, etc. Mm. And I'm sorry, it'd be very, very difficult to someone to come back and say, okay, yeah, all right, let's give you a second chance. You, it's it's too difficult. And like Vic said, you've you got sleep agents. And I mean, people be naive to believe that if you send 100 people back, you're going to have at least 50% of them are saying, yeah, I'll be happy to, you know, I just want to start my life again. Other half of them are like, yeah, whatever. They're coming to, you know, create more damage. I think it's, it is a very delicate subject. Um, but, I'm sorry, I think, boy, I, I just can't imagine people coming back and all of a sudden you're just going to take them in open arms. Sorry, you went over there on a plan to kill people, take people's lives, yep. and now you want to come back and start fresh. Nah, sorry. Nah, like I said, I wouldn't even go as far as the chokehold. Just as soon as you come back, bullet in the head. <laughs> well, that's go. what people have said. Yeah, there I was, was going to say, MP, a lot of people have been saying MP that. MP actually said that, killed them. No missing about it. He didn't play yep. for his words. He said, mm. killed them. He did. Mm. He wasn't rampant. Treason. And is that like what Donald Trump was saying about punishing people who terrorist acts and whatever else? Donald Trump's a fucking idiot. Yeah. But one of the few things that people agree with is if you carry a terrorist act, put them Guantanamo Bay, mm. put them wherever, interrogate yep. the fucking life out of them, yep. get some information if there's more of them, and then maybe fucking either leave him there mm. or fucking shoot him. I don't know. It's yeah. very extreme sounding but you think people are getting killed 10 15 people 20 people 30 people at a time yeah yeah these are innocent people walking yeah. the street going to work got blah 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 to do with anything they they you don't have, I mean? they're not making decisions they don't create wars but you're they're being punished and it's let's not dismiss the people who suffer in other countries exactly. as a result of shit decisions mm. here in the mm-hmm. west is exactly but your point you're making is that these people suffer so you will kill these people but these people don't want to even be a part of that. Yeah. That's the thing. So when you come back and do that, you're no better. In fact, you're worse. Yeah. So, you know, when, when people say things like, do we let them back in? They are British citizens. So I'm mm. not sure if you can even stop them. But what you do with them when they're here is what will be debated a lot. Yeah. Will they put them in some... Was it Belmarsh? That's the one for the... I'll tell you what. I want him, you, can't, you can't even put them guys in places like Belmarsh because there's other random fuckheads in there yeah. who they'll start listening but have to, to. They'd have to be, they'd have to be a, um, isolated. You couldn't, yeah. you couldn't mix with other people. But then if you put all of them, they're probably going to mix at some point. Nah, they, they, should, the always, they should always That's be problem, in isolation. You, you, don't get, you don't get to talk to anybody else ever again. Right? <laughs> the, only, the only people you get to chat <laughs> to uh, is the dude who's, who's ramming some kind of instrument into your ear to make you give some information. That is your new best friend, right? <laughs> that is your new best friend. Stockholm syndrome, these motherfuckers. I think that the, the, the concern is for many people, we know why you went yeah. to Syria in the first place. Why yeah. So why are you and coming back? So why are you coming back? And yeah. it's not un, it's not impossible that some people have gone, that was fucking stupid. Mm. Why the hell? There have been people who come back. They're even educating others on the nonsense yeah, of why absolutely. you should do that. So it's not, I'm not saying it's impossible. Mm. I'm just saying people are going to think 
like Donald Trump thinking, Guantanamo Bay. Yeah. You know, that kind you, of thing. Because you, you, you've gone to Syria to train, now come back and do some fucked up shit. Mm. So you, when, if you come back saying, oh yeah, I, I've made a mistake, you better have some actionable intel to come with, right? Otherwise, you're going, your head's going in that toilet for three days, right? Until you come with something that we can use. That's it. Mm. It's a very, as I say, it's a very uh, sensitive and difficult situation. Yeah, exactly. Because you just me. don't know who's being legit and who's genuinely looking to to cause harm. Yeah. And and with you know the incidents that take place, it does. It's not one or two people. I mean, not that that would make a difference because you know, but it's you know it's crowds and it's public transport. I mean, mm. you know, they're looking to hit big Terror. places. So you, yeah. yeah, I guess you've got to really look at the risk factor. One of the concerns that we all have is we hear is there's about 70,000 people on the watch list. Alright? They can't watch all those people. Round them all up. I'm not joking. Uh, you can't just round people up. Yeah, you can. You can't. You can. You can't. Why the fuck, we're not you, talking, we're not talking why about, the fuck are you on a terror watch? Not, no, I'm, I'm not on a terror watch list. Some, you know some people, we don't know that. Some people who are on the watch list have Probably been on the watch list and then they've been proven actually that gives us absolutely nothing wrong. Yeah, round them up. That's what I mean. But round them up and do what? Find out who's who's who. You know, it's a simple solution to this. You round them up and you get the three J's. Okay? Jack Bauer. <laughs> Jack Reacher. Yep. Jason Bourne. <laughs> Game over. <laughs> and if you really want to put it over the top, get the, get Arnold Schwarzenegger in. You'll get some, you'll get results. Exactly. You'll make them you finish. and Arnold Schwarzenegger. He'll make them submit that PPI. <laughs> 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 no, it's true. Like, like, look, I'm, I'm just saying, like, like, like what you said. Oh, there's there's no there's no way to which you know who's right, who's wrong. I've got to be honest. If I'm in doubt, that's already made up my mind for me. Best to be sure. Two bullets in the back of the head. <laughs> I sleep <laughs> I sleep very well that night. I mean, you could so just do England. one. Huh? You could have just done one. Two just to make sure. Just okay. to make sure. Just man. Double tap it, hard yeah. Don't you watch them films where someone gets shot in the head? Next thing you know, yeah, I'm died for some. We're reason. not talking about Z Nation, okay? Never mind. Get into that again. Michael Myers. Still alive. Um, you know leave, what I mean? Leave it. Um, our next story was uh, David Williams for <laughs> Halloween fancy dress. Dress. Why are you laughing, Laurie? I'm though? sorry. <laughs> Dressed up as Kim Jong Un and King Jong Un. Do you know who I'm talking about? Yeah. I don't care. North I Korea. I don't North care Korea. about his life. I've got it written down. I've got it written down. And I just disrespect him because I just I got no time for him. Anyway, North Korea. I mean, it is. Um, he dressed up as him, but people are saying it comes across as racist because he yellowed his face and gave himself slanty eyes. Now, to put into context, in the same way that black people had the black minstrels, the black facing, they couldn't be on TV. Chinese, Oriental, they were exact, exactly the same. So. Asia was exactly the same, especially in America. Bruce Lee wasn't even allowed to be in the films in those at that point because he was Chinese, and they were like, "Yep, yeah, you're not allowed to be in the film. We'll put, give you the mask. You be the you can't be the star." He was actually yeah. the Green Lantern, I think he was. The Green Hornet. The Green Hornet. He was Kato. supposed to actually be the star. They remixed it and were like, mm, "We can't have you being this." So they suffered that same kind of in films. I think there's one Yul Brynner. I can't remember. It's called Emperor something. Or other. Emperor and I. Yes, yeah, so they've used Yul Brynner, mm. a white actor, again. Yeah. Made him look Chinese for the part, so that's why people are offended. In the same way that we say blacking up is not allowed. Yeah, or pretty is sure offensive. Tong Po from Kickboxer wasn't. I don't think he was like of Eastern descent. There was something about him. That well, this is what I mean. So this is why people are offended. They're saying it's the it's a similar situation. 
David Williams obviously is known for taking the piss and piss. Ryu from Street Fighter as well you know the game video game Street Fighter where Ryu's white I'm telling you anyway, anyway sorry go on <laughs> <laughs> right, as much as I used to love Street Fighter, Fighter. <laughs> moving on why are you and Ken yeah why you don't seem very like what's meant to be Japanese it looks like Tom Cruise like Ryu you know he's a made up character racial right? You know, it was in the 1950s <laughs> in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Um, because of you know, ethnic minority actors were never allowed. It was very very common that people would do those kinds of things. Um, I pers- I don't know. I'm the thing is, have you have you seen Tropic Thunder? Yeah, quality yeah. film. Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. He was the best sure, black man I've ever I'm seen on TV. Sure <laughs> he even got nominated for a couple of film awards. Yeah, he was it? brilliant. He played it well, though. He was wicked. But you and know, what, but there's a basis behind what he was doing. Mm. They constantly refer to the fact that what he was doing was taking the piss. Yeah. Mm. So even the guy in it, the black guy, was like, "What do you mean we? Yeah. Like, stop fucking. You're taking the piss." <laughs> Which leads you to realize that they're saying this is taking the piss. And we acknowledge you're doing it. Mm. Yeah, but isn't Halloween taking the piss? I mean, I, I saw a guy go viral because he dressed as Madeline McCann. Yeah, that took That's, that, that's that was crossing naughty. a line. A shirt and a little uh, doll. I think that was naughty. For me, crossing a line there. because it's Debbie Williams, and as soon as you said it, I'm thinking, okay, because it it's in a, as you say, uh, isolated incident. Because if you look at his um, comedy, uh, was it Come Fly With Me? Of, um, when they take oh, yeah. they take the piss out of everyone, everyone. Yeah. and yeah. that's why I like even Little Britain they take Little Britain they take the piss when they used to vomit over yeah. everyone because they were black or yeah. Yeah. but that's the thing though. Oh, that was hilarious but that's the funny <laughs> thing though we laugh at it because they, these these are the real people in this world unfortunately and yeah. they're taking the piss out of them so and that goes back to what you said about Tropic Thunder we knew as, as a black man I'm seeing that the first time I was thinking is why is this guy black, dressed <laughs> up in black but as the film goes on like you said Merv you can see they're taking the piss out they know it and so alright people some of people will still be offended by it but yeah. me personally I found it hilarious I thought it was hilarious I thought it was fucking hilarious well, yeah it was satire wasn't yeah, it yeah it was satire exactly but I think with this incident with the Halloween thing one because I heard it was David Williams I started laughing um, David Williams not mad that David Williams David William, William Williams what his name is <laughs> anyway you texted me David Williams as well and I almost texted you back like I don't Williams. care that was a text so it, I said yeah. his name David Williams yeah or Williams David, David Williams. Williams why is it being difficult why not just put an I it's in it's not David then, no? No, no David David, David, David Williams English, yeah? okay, he's so English yeah, yeah. David Williams yeah okay so David Williams in terms of him I said when I heard it was him I started laughing because the first thing I thought like I said was Little Britain and Come Fly With Me but if he's gone to a Halloween party and you know he's slanted the eyes, painted the face, I think gone too far. He could have gone with the box trim, like the <sighs> mad little trim and that. I he think had the outfit. Obviously, he needs to know his audience at that particular time. So obviously, I think yeah, it, I can understand why it would be taking the fence. Um, if he did it the other way, if he if he was dressed as a black guy, blacked up and afro probably would take offence to a degree. He would have got choked out on yeah, the where he was going to. Yeah, yeah exactly. He would have taken so, the tube though. Yeah, yeah. so. I can see that, yeah, I would agree that uh, as an isolated incident, I can understand that he's gone, probably crossed the line and gone You made the point, far. though, isolated incident. Yeah. If you don't know him, mm. then you'd be thinking, but a lot of people don't know him. This is his internet picture. Mm. So once it's shared, it ends up here, Twitter, you know, 100,000 people see it. Then people who are chi- uh, Chinese or mm. who are from North Korea, wherever, they're like... Asian. Yeah, mm. particular part of Asia. Yeah. They're like, okay... That's too much. Yeah. You've done slanted eyes and you've yellowed your face. Yeah. You're taking the fucking piss. You've gone too far. But then people will say, how else do you do? In the same way, when the girl, uh, I can't remember her name, Goff, was it? Goff? Her brother's a dancer. They were an American Strictly Come Dancing. She did the girl from, um, uh, she did Crazy Eyes from about, yeah. Orange is the New Black. And people, some people went mental because they were like, well, you've blacked up to do it. Crazy Eyes was like, 
she was like, I love the character, so that's why I did mm-hmm. it. So it was about not only what you've done, the intent, there's levels, there's but there's, 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 yeah, there's the background Use behind brain, you know mm-hmm. why you shouldn't do it. Yeah, that's Use the thing. Your brain. That's why you shouldn't. Why you should, I think it's Julia Hart. Son of Hart. The thing is, with, yeah. with David Walliams, he very much enjoys, you know, a bit of controversy. controversy that's absolutely. Right. Mm. So, and obviously with Kim Jong un having such a controversial you know, image and, yeah. and everything else, he probably thought, well, if anyone, I'm going to take the piss out of... Because, you know, what would happen with um, James Franco's movie? Do you remember it got pushed back? Oh, the, the interview. Oh, yeah. The, yeah, the yeah, interview, yeah. right? We all know from that incident, with him threatening to, you know, what was it, blow up the studios or something yeah, absolutely yeah. mad. <laughs> so, of course, of course, David Walliams is going to think, who can I piss off this Halloween? Oh, I know. David Walliams don't want it with him, trust to me. Do me eyes. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's the, it's, the, it's the intent. As in, what you're saying is, this guy is a fucking idiot. Mm. Mm. Most of the world, including his own population, hate him. They despise him. I'm mocking his life. He's not thinking about the wider. He's not thinking about anyone yeah. else. He's thinking about strictly that individual. So therefore, that's what I'm saying. Sometimes about what the person intended to do. Although you can see the offence in the wider, but you can see that he's basically just saying this guy's a bit of a prick. I'm mugging yeah. him. I'm gonna do him. That's mm. that's what he was thinking. It, yeah, it's like if you know someone of a different race, I guess maybe dressing as Trump to take the piss because he's an equally mm. massive. But what would people dick? say if someone whited up as Trump then? Probably nothing. I mean, yeah. people whited up for Halloween. They, you know, got black guys did white chicks, and it's see now white chicks. They did the, that. Even that was like, yeah, look. But everyone knows it's all right for black people to be racist, though. I see. Do you know that? It's true. Like it's, this is what I'm saying. Is it? No, hear me out. I, hear me out. Hear me. Hear me out. Because what right. I'm saying. No, hear me out. Hear me out. In in terms of satire and stuff, this is what this is what I'm saying. Listen, right? Have you never got? Have you never seen that when you go to comedy shows or you watch like black comedians mm. and stuff? You never watch, and they're all every joke, loads of them. Not every joke, but the majority are always based around race and stuff, mm. and it's uncomfortable. So then you start to think, with racism, is it just all right for black people? Like if black people do it, no, what everyone just laughs along to an extent. If it's meant to be comedy, that's what. That's okay. Let me just make it. If it's meant to be comedy, and a black if a black person, let's say Eddie Murphy, whited up, everyone would have been laughing. I think everybody would have been, would have been laughing. Mm. Right? Well, I got a laugh when the Wines so, brothers did it. Yeah, for um, white chicks, yeah. right? If if Ben Stiller and and someone else done a tune, a film called Black Chicks, and um, yo, that's not Mental. coming out. Well, Ben that's Stiller the, did Tropic Thunder, but that's yeah, the go on. yeah, but um, all right, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that was that, that's that's a that's, I don't know. It just dropped for some worked for some mm. reason. Everyone laughed along. It right? was very well. But received. the point the point I'm trying to make is when it comes to racism. Black people get away with it okay. these days. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Okay, but you said it was okay for them. To yes, be. but I meant, I meant okay. They get they away, get away with, with yeah, it. Yeah, they get away. Well, yeah. they get away to a degree. Racism, not, always, no, racism is not okay from anybody, but black people get away with it. Right? Okay, in in comedy. Yeah, in comedy. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, many people do like, and even, and even in normal role, even in normal life, it's all right for you to be chin there, guy. Yo, what's going on, white boy? Blah 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 blah. You've, everyone's seen it. It's seen it happen. Do you know what I mean? It's not something I do, but I've seen it happen before. Oh yeah, it's my guy. His name's White Boy or White Chocolate. So you haven't got to make some White Matt? Yeah, I call him Black Matt. I call him Black Matt. I'm just saying. Right? saying. He's, he's Nigerian now for some reason. I don't know what's gone, he has gone a bit. I don't know I what's happened to him. Matt, I know you can listen to this. This is not why we signed you up to the team, bro. <laughs> if, I want, if I want another black dude, there's plenty of them in Forest Gate. 
That's not Go why back. we need, we need you to, to get us. into clubs when we can't get in because it's yeah, too many. Yeah, we need that's, him. That's what he was signed up for. Not yeah. really. He's a cool guy. Um, <laughs> no, no. So uh, what you said is right, actually. When it comes to comedy, there are... But there are also Asian comedians. If you watch yeah. Netflix, yeah. minorities, yeah. Like, minorities, yeah. minorities yeah. get away yeah. with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Minorities get away with it. But I've also seen white guys do it. But it's how you do it. Yeah. And plus, but some of them white guys, like the Jewish ones... Like, who's that guy? Jeff Ross at the roast. Oh, Jeff Ross. No one does it. He can say the most racist shit, right? Jeff and Ross. In front of the group, and they at, just laugh. does nothing for 12 months. Yeah. And then he turns roast. up for a roast, ruins and people. And he'll tell you about how bad your credit is, yeah. and how being black is probably the fifth thing that's the fifth thing that's wrong with you. You know, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You know, them kind of... Banner. Yeah. But I see what you're saying. Um, but yeah, but on keeping on to the point we're on, Yeah. I can see both sides of the story. I can see why David David Williams <laughs> thought it was funny <laughs> to to do that. Well, he's uh, made a he's, whole career out of taking this. This is what he's been doing. That's what I'm saying. I, I'll go, I, I find it funny anyway. I was gonna yeah, say, but, but however, a lot of Asian people did not find it funny. Yeah, and I they're free why, yeah, and within their right not to find it funny. Yeah, exactly. because, because it's a representation of, of yeah, their right. culture, and that's it's right. a very bad representation. Yeah. It's, the, it's, it's, the, like, it's the whole thing of the slanted eyes. There was no need for that bit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He, you have to go out of your way. He could have squinted. Yeah, he went. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna move on. Yeah, we're gonna... Chris, Christopher Walken in um Balls of Fury. Bing bang. Oh my god. Doctor No from James Bond. You know he was supposed to be like um Oh yeah, he, well, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Nuts, yeah. Isn't it? Well, that's what I'm saying, that's how it was. Um Bing Pong. We will move on. Uh so with uh, many and this is what we touched touching on earlier, with the many sexual harassment accusations and stories flying around and with us living in changing times, people, mainly men, are seriously asking what is acceptable behaviour in talking and approaching women, particularly in the working environment. And because you're here, Laurie, you can give us a, a woman's perspective on this. Okay. Um, well, when it comes to a working environment, personally, I don't like to shit where I eat. So I wouldn't date someone I worked with. It would be awkward for me. Um, but I do understand that men are finding it more and more difficult but at the same time, it's like, for me, when I'm seeing all these, you know, well, they're not role models, but people in the public eye. And, you know, there's so many stories coming out re- that lately. It kind of makes you a little bit like, oof, are all kind of guys in, in a that are in a position of power like this. Mm. And it makes you, I don't want to say more sensitive, because you can't be too sensitive to harassment, obviously. Um, but it does make you defensive, maybe is the word I'm looking for. But, I mean, I I don't often get inappropriate slurs or anything face-to-face. I mean, majority is online and because, you know, guys hide behind a screen and yeah, they can course. say what they want. Um, but obviously when I'm in a club, back in the day, when I was in clubs and stuff, I did get it a lot. It would be just drunken assholes coming up to you in your face, in your personal space, grabbing at you and it's very inappropriate and it does make you make you worried but i yeah i understand that guys are probably feeling that they can't really do right for doing wrong mm. lately and the reason why i asked the question is because well obviously because he keeps on mentioning it so i had to raise it mainly but mm-hmm. also he being slick he not, being not, not mr h uh, what's the name there's no the slick man which is funny because last week he said real names only the slick man <laughs> that's his real name <laughs> fucking idiot last week anyway. don't matter anymore <laughs> People are, and I've seen it online, there are stories that have come out where people have said, and then we went to lunch, 
we went to dinner and then he tried to kiss me or something like that and it's like at which point was the bit where a guy asks you out to lunch and tries to kiss you was that that I don't that I don't see as an issue because I mean you're taking a shot you're not being thank you you're, you're not you're not being over don't you thank me because you're very sexually aggressive okay it's a bad thing but you're very confident and I think if I didn't know you you'd probably scare the living shite out of me um sorry Lloyd just to help you out there you free for lunch tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah I mean it, it's it depends really it's, it's gauging the moment, isn't it? It's mm. not saying anything. I mean, I went on a date a couple of weeks ago and he wouldn't stop talking about my boobs. I was stood right... right what, hold like, on. why would what, you... What were you wearing? Lauren? I was wearing a high neck top. I don't wear overly revealing things on a date because I don't think the guys need that much more encouragement. I think they've already got it inside them and I need to perturb that. So I always kind of cover myself up. And it was winter. It's winter. So obviously I'm not going to be putting it all out there. We'll wait for but I literally yeah. took, I took my jacket off his eyes went straight to my boobs and I looked in, I was like, what, what are you looking at? And he, he felt completely comfortable to say, oh, I'm just staring at your tits. I didn't realise they were that how, big. How I didn't, I didn't like see, a boss. I didn't realise when I saw pictures of you that, they, that they were that. And he just literally Wait, went, on like, went on like a normal, as if it, we were talking about the weather rant about my chest. And then he started talking about threesomes. I'm like, <laughs> at what point do you think, it's, it's a sense of appropriateness. But you, this was a date. Yeah, yes. it was a date, yeah. It was okay. a date, exactly. First date. It was a date. So clearly, clearly you were sending out messages to this guy, which, made, which led him to think this was acceptable. So you look at your own conduct in this situation. <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! What the what? fuck? This is the kind of chat. Mean? You don't care for that kind of chat, you know? See, no, 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 no. Blaming the victim. No, no, no. No, no, no. She's not a victim. You've got nice tits, love. She's not a victim. Oh, my God. It's not cool a fucking. It's a different cool scenario Harry because to come and chase this guy it's different down. from the working scenario we're talking about because exactly. this is something that you've spoken, you've agreed to, mm. and and could lead to that type of scenario. Yeah. So he's just, you know, obviously didn't have the etiquette, he didn't have the skills to read the situation. Thank go, actually, you. thank you. This isn't you appropriate. You caught him and he was holding up. Well, so if he, if you caught him looking at your boobs and oh, what's going on? Oh, sorry. And he lied to you. You'd be thinking, what a dickhead. I no, but you, you would out. lie in that situation. Have the res- you would think- go, you would normally, if you get, if that situation happened, you get caught. And what are you looking at? Oh, sorry, nothing. I was just. Yeah, but this is, this is my point. You know it's I mean? not like, about being caught. It's not about. No, no, it's the, it's, it, My point it. is, it's the abs- It's the point of restraint. Yeah. And how a lot of guys, and I don't want to generalize, but a lot of guys are, are appear to be showing very, very little restraint. They don't care what they look at. They don't care how they speak to you. I personally have never experienced it in a work environment, and I wouldn't stand for it if I did. Um, but I think, yeah, it's that guys just don't realize. Some guys just don't realize anymore that we feel genuinely objectified when you're staring at us. Like, it's horrible. Like, I, I feel so self-conscious when I feel like eyes are on me and I don't want them there. Mm. It, it's, it's without our permission. You can't give someone permission to look at you. I know that. I understand that. But it's, there's got to be a level of restraint. Like, you can, you can stare at my fucking eyes for two minutes. It's not the end of the world. Like, at least, I if you're going to do it, you. do it when I'm not looking. Don't do it in front of me. Thank you. <laughs> sweetheart, sweetheart, this isn't a pretty woman. Oh, God. All right? Do you know what I mean? This isn't this isn't some love story, right? I don't see Smokey Robinson singing a song. So it's 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 you're you're on a date from a guy from Tinder, right? It wasn't Tinder; it was through a mutual friend. 
Okay, well then, whoever's a friend who set you up and told this guy bad things about you? Yeah, let's and that's get why into that. <laughs> 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 oh, look, you just oh, no, you're not a for a strike well, again. What, what he tells his friend is... is what he tells his... So it was a man. So it's a dude. Lori, this a friend of mine... Yeah, it was a guy. Lori, oh, Lori, man. Come on, Lori. You can't say Add your best, man. Mr. Mr. H. Credibility. On to Mr. H. Mr. Uh, H. So uh, it matters because a friend... No, what is it? Because a man... The people... The kind of person we're talking about is the person who has referred you to this guy by saying, I tell you what, it's be all right. Decent tits. Don't tell her I said that. Mm. Blah, blah, blah. Mm. He knows you, so I'm not saying any of your business, but I'm saying he could have said, she's a bit, she does a bit, da, da, da. But and how is that my fault? What's it's the, not your fault. What, what, what I'm trying to what, say what, is, this isn't the scenario that we're trying to address. That is a scenario yeah. where that behaviour has already been, by someone who knows, teed up. potentially yeah. teed up. Yeah. We're talking about a situation whereby there is no, that relationship doesn't exist yet. So we're trying to establish how the individual goes about respectfully mm. Addressing or arriving at that situation, Mr. Mm. H. Like I said, I think the key word you said there, Mo, before was etiquette. Yeah. So if we're taking it to a work scenario, because um, I've been with my company for ten years, I won't say, but I've been um, around situations where it's been, I've noticed it's been an inappropriate behaviour. I had um, two colleagues where one's female, one's male, and the gentleman's interacted with the female, said hi a couple of times, like a little, how you doing? little quick hug and come to a situation where each time they met now the hug got a bit longer Mm -hmm. firmer yeah but the female (laughs) colleague didn't you can see she wasn't approving of this oh right so it got to the point where it wasn't like a little high quick hug two seconds stops it was more like a hug embrace she's pushing them away now um now this went further in terms of hr in terms of oh um because she wasn't comfortable etc now, his defence was, oh, one, he f- didn't realise that it was that inappropriate for her. Then he started to drop the old one, the old chestnut of, um, back in my country, this is our culture of how we embrace people. And again, <laughs> and straight away, I said it was like, what a load of shit. Because at the end of the day, as soon as someone says no or pushes you away, that's it. You need to just respect that. Yeah. So in terms of the etiquette, and my input from it, because I spoke to the guy one-to-one, and I said to him, um, I had to speak to him in a professional manner. I spoke to him two ways, one on the property and one outside of work. In work, I said, you need to understand the etiquette in how we do things here and a professional concept. And if you're friends with this person, you have to be professional. You come in, you don't need to touch anybody. You don't need to touch them, yeah? Um, and also that female was a friend of mine as well. So as I said, we spoke on the property. Now, outside, we all went for a drink afterwards. So when we went for the drink, yeah, I gave him a backhand across his face because I said to him, <laughs> straight up, I said, you know what, you're a fucking idiot. I said, you know what, you got no respect from me because from when a woman tells you no, I don't care what your culture is or whatever, you make her feel uncomfortable, she said no, end the conversation. You step mm. away, mate. There's nothing There's nothing else to discuss, nothing about culture or nothing. There's nothing to discuss. Now, to go back to your point, Laurie, you were saying about, you had me from the beginning when you said about, okay... He's, you took off your top, he's looked at your chest, etc. T- t- I did not take off my top. No, you took I off your jump or whatever, sorry. <laughs> okay. You took your coat, whatever, yeah. Yeah, and he's looking at your tits. Okay, now... Well, were you doing that at the time? When I have happened? a bad back, I'm trying to stretch it out. Right. Now, I understand in terms of etiquette, in terms of... Again, I can only tell you from the book of Mr. H. If, <laughs> if, if I'm with a lady, obviously, and she's very voluptuous or very attractive, of course, you need to, keyword you said was restraint, is how you approach, is how you look at that woman. So, obviously, if she's, you know, blessed at the top, then obviously, 
there's subtle ways to do it. You're not going to do it blatantly in front of her. It's like, for example, I'm walking down the street and I see an attractive woman with a great ass. Yeah. I'm not going to blatantly look at it and say, oh my God, you know what I mean? You, you, there's, there's ways. You subtly do it. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to say I didn't look. If you catch me, I'll say, look, you caught me, yeah? There you go. You caught me, yeah? And you know what? I'll stop, but I'm not going to apologise. <laughs> okay? Uh, then, but then the conversation will move on. I'm not going to spend yeah. the next conversation yeah, talking about your ass. Exactly. You move on. So mm-hmm. that's where he fell in terms yeah. of, okay, you got caught. But in the day, if I say, yeah, you saw me looking at your breasts. Yeah, I saw you. I'm like, what are you looking at? I'm looking at your breasts. Okay? You caught me, like I said, I'll stop, but I won't apologise. Now that woman's going to think, alright, he's admitted to it. Mm. And she feels a little turned on because, you know, I didn't notice him. <laughs> she, she's going to lie. She's going to feel a little flattered. Of course, it's natural. Okay, I've noticed. But we move on. Conversation, you know, and she's thinking, okay, he was looking at my breasts, but now he's moved on to something else. Now that's what he fell down. Yeah, he kept on talking about that. And then to move on to threesome so yeah, soon on the first was, day. Yeah. But then again, the thing, I'll go back to what Victor was talking on, and what Merv mentioned, is the source. Now your friend has recommended this guy to you. Mm. Now, I don't know what he's told him, but obviously, like I said, he's prepped him, and obviously he's got all these ideas. So yeah, I'd I walked say, into a trap on that of one. Of course, so you've set yeah. yourself up. Yeah. So, Well, he set me up. I thought it was an innocent date. Okay, and I, I said, you're a very pretty woman, and I'm going to say you were very naive in this situation. Yes, agreed. Okay? But I hope you just learned from it, all right? <laughs> but in terms of the work thing, like I said, I agree with what you're saying, in terms of the whole um, concept of how to approach people, my method is I'm at work, um, I've... I work in a team of what 16 people and there's only four guys so I've got everyone else who's a female but my rule is are they hiring? are they hiring? not you not you bro sexual harassment wait 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 as long as I'm there you'll never be working with me right okay but um, now my rule is is that I'm very comfortable I'm open with everyone easy easy going but I don't touch anyone you know what I mean I don't touch I don't you know hug kiss nothing Everything's always professional. The most you get on me if we go for a drink afterwards after work, hug goodbye, take care. That's it. Keep my distance. Because the rule is you don't need to touch anybody. Once you start touching and feeling, nah, it's long. I'll give you one more story though. Before I pass you on. I remember this guy I used to work with, yeah? Now, there was rumours that he was gay, yeah? Because he was very, very professional, but he's, he was actually a bit camp, yeah? But he had this thing where he would like, have a meeting and he'll sit in a huddle. And he like you sit beside guys all the time purposely. So when he talks, he's very touchy touchy. So like if he's sitting beside you, he'll put his hand in your knee or touch your shoulder or something like that. But I caught long time, he only done it with men. If there's a woman sitting beside him, he'll never touch them. Now he made the mistake he's sitting beside me in one meeting. Oh. So he's my boss said something to me. I made the point. He said, Oh, good point, Tony. He put his hand on my knee. I gave him a stern look, like what, you, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah? So my boss has clocked me, so He's talking to the guy now. I haven't taken my eyes off this guy. I'm thinking, what are you doing? Yeah. Another point comes around. I'm speaking again. He's touched my shoulder. I said, okay. Third time now, I've made a point. He touched my shoulder. My response, hombre, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the meeting stopped. Everyone's looking at me. I said, no, my man, my man. Hold on, hold on. I lost. You know, you, you know, you can't, you know, I, I lose all professionalism. Now, people know me. I'm a very patient professional guy. I lost all professionalism. My dad just come out of me. I said, Umbra, what a bomber clout you're doing. Don't <laughs> fucking touch me, you know. I said, why are you touching me? Why are you touching my leg for? Yeah. He's, he start panic. Yeah. He start, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Now, don't apologize. I notice when you, you sit beside women, you don't touch them. But when you sit beside man, you don't, don't touch me, you know. I'm the wrong guy. Yeah. So my boss, I won't say his name, but he's like, he's like, Tyron, come. I said, boss, 
You know what? You, you need to talk <laughs> to your man. Boss, boss. Talk to him, you know. Talk to him because I said, if he touch me again, you see that chair in the corner? I'm going to clap him with it. I said, I said it straight. Wow. I can see you're going to be editing this. I said it straight. No, no, no. If if that's how you travel, that's fine. You want to travel through the tube, that's your way, man. But I'm not that way inclined, yeah? But the point I'm trying to get across is, yeah? All he was doing was simply touching and squeezing people's knees. But like I said, because he thought he could get away with it, he carried on doing it. Mm. And so it, it's question marks for me because I said he wouldn't do it with a woman, mm. but he thought he could do it with, with a guy. But for me, it's still the same thing. You don't need to touch was anyone. He actually was he actually gay? I was actually going to ask that. At the end of the day, he's, he's one of those ones, that if, if it was put to him, he, he was always denying it. He, had, he said he has a wife and a child. I just called him an alibi. But end of the day, yeah. Michael Barrymore. Shit. That's what I'm saying. But uh, it's not for me to say. But I said there was rumours he was. Yeah. But end of the day, if you are, you are. But my point is, you don't need to be touching people. Like you said, yeah. you were saying about harassment at work. And for me, it's just one of those things about touching and how you make yourself, other people feel uncomfortable around you as well. Mm. That's that's the issue I have. So you, very, you know, of, fair enough, had an issue with a guy touching your knee. I mean, when you think about the amount of women that are put in that kind mm-hmm. of horrible position all the time with harassment and stuff like in the workplace predominantly media nowadays because obviously everything's coming out about harassment in in the television industry but yeah if that makes you uncomfortable you know no, you look, can only yeah, imagine I mean, yeah but say, there's no need let's say and exactly don't get me wrong you play football you you know you slap on the shoulder and all that, but if someone's grabbing and squeezing you at inappropriate what were you doing you know what yeah. i'm saying it doesn't make sense and it's same like i said with that guy and the woman at the workplace you're hugging someone, you're holding and squeezing them. You see they're saying no. What are you doing? It's like, yeah. it's levels. not right. It's levels, levels, exactly. Exactly. No, I mean, just because I don't want us to get a lawsuit, <laughs> I'm going to keep my, I'm going to try and stay on track with my views on it. <clears throat> it's a, I think it's a grey area, but as Mr. H, and as everybody here has pointed out, there's indicators to know and sometimes just like with the what we were talking about with this terrorism shit with um Syria if you're not sure better to just not do anything peace of mind you nip it in the bud N- yeah. do you know what I mean I'd rather not have the hassle right now let's get into some shit some of these sexual harassment things are not sexual harassment mm-hmm. the ones that are let's fucking microwave the fuckers let's microwave them Let's get all of the um, Harvey Weinstein's and let's let's just nuke them. Nuke. But then the perverts. I'm seeing people. Yeah, I'm seeing people losing their jobs mm. over bullshit. Yeah. That's actually not sexual harassment that happened in two. I, I saw what someone one dude was being hassled out of his job. Some MP. Oh, in two thousand and three, <coughs> he tried to kiss someone at lunch. That's not sexual harassment. You took a shot. You said no. He got on with his day. Sorry. Yeah. And that I was thought, the end of it. There's I, I, no further. I, I, yeah. 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 I, I thought there was some heat between us. I read the situation wrong. Sorry. It's not sexual harassment. Yeah. No, I, agree. I agree with harassment that. Harassment is something that's supposed to be prolonged or someone's well, got too said far. He got up and ran or, away or something yeah. like that. Well, yeah, but he still. Yeah. I think he got up and ran away. He was like, that's embarrassing. Yeah. What was the other one? That's, uh, in 2011, some conservative party meeting or just some cabinet meeting or some back backbench meeting, whatever. Um, some chap said to, uh, I can't remember the names, but these are stories you can find for yourself. A woman, one of the female ministers, remember these are all powerful people. It's not, it's not, this is not any shrinking violence. This isn't any secretaries or anything like that, right? Who's being, there's no abuse of power in this. You're on the same level. 
She says to the dude during the meeting, oh, my hands are cold. And he says, I know where you could put them to warm them up. <laughs> right? Bants to me. <laughs> Bants. Geezer's lost his job over that. Yeah, you see, I, I don't Six get years me wrong. Ago. This, this is the kind of thing we're saying that we know that we talked about banter before. We talked about harassment. That's what I'm saying. What is in the workplace should be considered harassment, should be considered more than Dave, you know better than that. As opposed to right, that's it. You're out on out on your yeah. ear. Kind yeah, of I think it's unfair to be over this over a comment. Like if it's like a, a, a flippant, fr- a flippant no, just, just just that what just that one comment. Standalone. So comment. so now I'm losing my job because of that. I'm, 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 I haven't sent you. I haven't sent you to the shop to go and buy a bag of dildos or whatever. It like is. the other one did. Yeah, like, like the other melt did. Didn't know right? they came in bags. But. Yeah, well, no, well, <laughs> there, was, there was that many he was that, buying. Is that Costco? Getting them deals on wheels. I'll write that down. I don't use them <laughs> anyway. But back to mine. Look, <laughs> the end of the day, as as Laurie mentioned, I'm a sexually aggressive guy. Not in a bad way, by the way. That wasn't. That wasn't. A no, 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 no. Yeah, thank you, thank you. I, I'll, I'll handle it. <laughs> I'm a sexually aggressive guy <laughs> towards those who reciprocate. Reciprocate. Yeah. I'm not running about forcing okay, yourself. I, okay, I am choking some. Whoa, 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 But they like that, right? <laughs> anyway, it's true. But yeah, but I don't. With, I, oh, sorry, you go on. With regards to this stuff, right? There are levels to sexual harassment. People just think because you say sexual harassment is sexual harassment. Everyone's definition is different. My definition is if if you have told the person, like Mister H said, no, mm. and the person persists, then it's harassment. Mm. Yeah. If you say just like when you're having sex with a woman, or if you're trying to have sex with a woman, and you get to that point, and she says at any stage of the sex, at any stage. If, if a word beginning with N even comes into her mind, I'm Professor Xavier and I can think it and I'm stopping. <laughs> Slick Vinci code. Yeah, it is. Mm. But it never happens because of the code. Ah. See what I mean? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's a paradox. <laughs> We're both walking through this door together. <laughs> together. <laughs> oh dear. But, but anyway, you, you have to stop. That is it. And even, and even to the point, like, I can't remember being knocked back all my friends could tell you, right? If I've been knocked back, it's nothing to me. Keep it moving. I'll just move on. Mm. On to the next, next one. one. And I, I will not have a problem with you. Mm. It's your prerogative. You say, mm. I'm not good for you. And I'm Fine. Not, and, and listen, I'm not victim blaming. Mm. Yeah. What I'm saying is we seem to have this thing whereby one incident has happened yeah. and the person has not let the incident go. And when I say incident, we're just about touching. We're talking yeah. about the comment type thing. Yeah. Mm. Someone said to me once in blah, blah, blah. If we were all to just keep in mind something that one person said one time to us yeah. ten years ago, we, how many people, we'd hate our own parents, let alone anybody exactly. else in the world. Also, has anybody noticed? And I'm gonna I'm gonna put this out there as well. It's totally fine when like you, you, like where, where, where are the incidents of the women in power doing like because it does bloody happen. Oh, I've, trust I've me. worked with women before. Trust me, I've worked with women. Who have been in higher positions? There are a lot less time. women and, in higher and, positions, but. So I'm talking, no, but, no, but, but, but even... But that's irrelevant. It, exactly, well, yeah, it's, but I'm it's saying irrelevant. it's probably less. Even from when, let's go back to when I was a fir- when I first got into employment and I worked at Topshop. So I'm just a normal guy like on the tills, two below zero, bottom floor. Everybody else are chicks. Supervisors, oh, he's got a nice juicy bum. Blah, blah, blah. But, mate, what? the same as me. Like, my workplace, like I said, a lot of times I've walked past and I get comments, but 
like I said, the guy I am, I take it as banter, and I can, you know, yeah. take it. Anyone else, if I was a melt and I heard what the heart, I can't even, express, you know, repeat what they say to me on there because, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, it's a burden to us. Trust me, it's a curse. It's a curse. I blame my parents. But um, if I, you know, I mean, I hear what they say. If I was a melt, I could go take HR, complain. Oh, she said this yeah. about me. She whatever. But I mean, you know, what I mean, it's bants and knowing your audience and obviously. Like Merv said, you can't. If someone said one thing many moons ago, and you're like, "Oh my God," he's like, "Come on, man, grow up here." Exactly. So it's like, like I said, like Vic said, some we got to look at what what is sexual harassment really, and obviously then you got to look at the environment you're working in, the people you're dealing with, etc., and look at each case individually. That's how I would say as well. You can't just say, "All right, oh, you did this, you did that." Oh, it's automatic sexual harassment. You're losing your job. No, let's just delve into it. What's the background behind it? Have you two been bantering for time and all of a sudden now you're upset with a person because they've said this particular thing? What about the stuff you were saying before? And You know what I mean? There's loads yeah. of different elements around it. So, yeah. So, yeah, I think you just need to... Take the top off, innit, if you're hot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He's not, I'm not talking to me. No. I'm talking to Laurie. And it's a very... She's baking, but I don't think she's got something time. that it's she nothing can to do with. Put. No, I've... I'm just very hot. Harassment. I want to take my jumper off. I've got a top underneath, but it's just not particularly. Yeah. We will now just move take on. Take off. We're all, you know. We'll, we'll move all on. Here. Yeah. To the toilet of the week. Cool. Uh, Tyrese Gibson, the singer, actor, whatever. Uh, so he's an actor. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like him. <laughs> Is that? What <laughs> so this guy. Um, so you may have seen the Instagram post, the one where he lost it, and he was talking about his kids, mm-hmm. or his kid rather, and about yeah, yeah. how he's got issues with his ex-wife. He goes and right, starts crying. He's upset. He can't see. He hasn't seen over two months because the wife is basically trying to stop him from seeing his child. I had no problem with any of that. Mm. It's an upset dad. He doesn't know where to turn. A moment of you know, just showing a moment of weakness maybe, but mm-hmm. it's all coming from the place whereby he's so upset he doesn't get to see his child. Yeah. So I'm not going to mock him for that. Okay. Mm. My problem was. Attacking The Rock about The Rock's taking food from his daughter's mouth. Yeah, because The Rock went and agreed to a spin-off which delayed the production of Fast and Furious 9. Yeah. So, so? it basically... Let, it look, 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 look. Let's, let's just... For those people who have watched... What's it called? Fast and Furious. Fast and Furious, yeah. that's the one. One F- through eight. eight. That's right. Yeah. yeah. When you look at the ratings, the ratings were starting to die. The Rock joins, yeah. the ratings pick up. Mm-hmm. So... The man who effectively has kept you in a job for the last two... I'm going to fucking hit you in a minute. So the man who's effectively kept you... See what you've done now. You've made everyone I'm really... <laughs> I'm not editing this out. People will know about you. That's what you need to know. Anyway. Sexually aggressive. Is, is the people who made... The person who's kept or helped the franchise pick up again. Yeah. And people started to fade away. This is why you're still making money from the franchise. Mm. Effectively from this guy. So now you're having a go at the guy who also has kids to feed if we're talking about those, exactly. those roots. Do you know what I mean? Dwayne is never going to be short on money, though. No, I mean, Tyrese not. obviously has got a lesser part, lesser money, everything else, lesser opportunities. So I guess he was just pissed because he's like, this is my massive paycheck mm. and with everything going on at the time. But I mean, I've, I don't know. I, I sympathise with Tyrese. I don't understand why Will Smith has paid all his debts off. The, the mates. He paid the legal oh, fees. Mates. He gave him five, five million, million for the legal fees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? yeah. Yeah. Right, Will Smith gave him five million yesterday or the day before. That's why he apologised to The Rock because he. But he hasn't apologised because well, in, his, in yeah. his apology he still says, "I still stand by what I what I said." I'm a father first. 
Yeah, yeah well, you know what, with me, I, I agree with you saying, Merv, in terms of heat at the moment, passionate, and obviously it's affecting his child. When I saw the, um, the what's it called, the little video of him breaking down, I was like, all right, um, I understand where you're coming from, but I, the same thing I was thinking, I wouldn't have chosen that avenue, but like you said, um, it's affecting his child, etc. I understand. The whole thing with the rock thing, that did annoy me, because I was thinking... Well, you're all in the same business, and exactly. no offense, like um, you guys were saying, the franchise itself was dipping. The Rock come in, is picked back up, but two twos. If Tyrese was offered a spin off himself, well, he said he was offered one, and he yeah. turned it down. So yeah, we'll because see. they're a family, fuck off, and they don't do things about each other. Bullshit. Sorry. Even when Tyrese is in Fast and Furious, or only way I see him as a cameo anyway. I said uh, seriously, I don't. Yeah, no, it's true though. It's true. Yeah, though. I just what he does a little bit of oh, yeah, I don't like this yeah. and oh, fast yeah. car comedy, and comedy the, relief. That's exactly. It. That's it. That's all he does. Yeah, you know he mean? is. He is like the comical clown. He's the clown of the team, yeah, isn't he? Exactly. They always take the piss out of he's him. He's a weak one. You know exactly. What I mean? That's what I'm saying. So he's been it. How many? Almost all of them. Ninety yeah, yeah, percent of the so, episode yeah. anyway. And he's still and they had dreadful spin-offs anyway. Exactly. Don't even talk about Tokyo Drift. Exactly. So my point is, that's why I said at the beginning, is he an actor? Because since I think he's only what Baby Boy, that. Transformers, that's what you see. Yeah, never exactly. Seen so yeah, he's yeah. in Transformers. You see, you didn't even know he's in Transformers. So my point is, is like, all right, it, you, I think obviously venting out of the Rock due to the situation, bit of a jealousy as well, and like from Rock's point of view, can you blame him? The guy has been asked to do this. He's making money. He's doing his thing, etc. Why not? Um, end of the day, lost a bit of respect for Tyrese um, because I think end of the day. I said, I understand from the father-daughter thing, but for me, it's like, I've never known, which frustration when people use media, the social media, Thank you. to mm. promote their their agony or whatever. Mm. For me, it's all in-house. Keep that shit in-house. It's, it's not Makes you like a brat, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, because I think yeah. when I saw it, I was like, all right, I was like, okay, I understand you're hurting, but they're taking my kid from me, blah, blah, blah. I'm thinking, all right, but when things are all sweet and um, suave, what were you posting? Your Starbucks in your garden. Yeah, oh yeah, remember yeah. that. Yeah, 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 you know what I mean? So when I was getting on my day and I heard you got a Starbucks in your garden, oh, everything's cool. All right. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, you see? Jesus. And then you're yeah. breaking down, you know, you're searching. Uh, I'm like, what, what kind of a dickhead's got Starbucks in their garden? I don't know. Man. I think, has he got his own barista or does he make it himself? Probably got Because I can't barista. make a frappuccino. So I'd be like, I need someone. I'd have to hire someone. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> You see, now you see these guys always say about how Caucasian you are. You see, that, you see that moment there? I can't make my own frappuccino. Most people don't have to make a fucking coffee, they fuck that up. And then you fucking frappuccino. Frappuccino, you know. What are you you know. talking about? Uh, I prefer yeah. the frappuccino. Okay. Fair um, enough. Yeah, what was I... Yeah. You're gone. I mean, look, I'm going to say something now because I'm a real man. I'm a real man. We talk about real man shit. Cry Reese. This guy... <laughs> So you've been paying your you're paying your ex how much and she's keeping your kid your you from seeing you for two months. What being funny? That's, that's you know I, everyone's got their own relationship with their kids, but I'm I'm, I'm not I'm not having a, mo- a mental breakdown like I've just been kept in love. Your your, your child is with her mum, not with Isis for two months. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> Jesus. Not the best I mean? babysitter, I'm, but okay. I'm just saying, like, she's with her mum. The child's safe, being fed and watered, not being dropped. <laughs> fed and watered. <laughs> not being, ch- ch- child's not being dropped. Child's not being like it's a plant, you know. I'm just saying. <laughs> child's oh. not being dangled over a, a shark tank by her by its umbilical cord. Crying out loud. <laughs> the child is safe. Now, when did men stop being men? When did men stop bottling shit up? 
I'm going to the pub What's and drinking. What's wrong with you? No, but I'm just saying. He's not. Social media. The, the guy's in his 40s. He shouldn't have been social media. The guy's in his he's, 40s. He shouldn't be in social media. Social media. There's nothing like wrong with the way. Like a teenage girl, gossip girl. Yeah, there's there's no, no, yeah, 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 oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's attention seeking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, what a good dad. There's nothing wrong with his reaction. Yeah, exactly. There's nothing wrong with his reaction. It's like you said, Vic. There's something wrong how he's vet, where he's vet. Put in a film in front of it. Go and do. You know what he should do? He should do what my man in. Um, what's it called? Boys in the Hood did when he found that Ricky got shot. We'll just go. Swing! No, no, no. You gotta know when, when, when Ricky died. Oh, what? Uh, you just. Start, just start punching thin air and swinging until your dad comes to hold you down. But the thing is, the thing is, sorry to cut you. Keep a good in junior. The way That's he it. was um, on the camera breaking down, yeah, I was looking, I was thinking, now, if he just put 50% of that effort into, <laughs> into his, his acting. <laughs> He would have more than spin-offs. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Because the dedication he put in front of that camera when he was breaking down, I was like, you know what? I just started clapping. I just started applauding. But Why I think, didn't he do the spin-off? He said it's because they were a family, so Way they didn't want to stop, uh, affect the franchise. Mm. They had Paul, Paul Walker Paul. at the yeah. time. I think the spin-off was him and Paul Walker. Yeah. Which is which we'd already seen, because I'm sure that was called Fast and Furious 1 and 2, innit? Yeah, yeah. So, so I don't know what he. So that did. was a while ago, then. Yeah, of course yeah. it was. It was ages ago. That's but, what I'm saying. That's what you're saying. Mm. But to finish off Vic's point, I get what you're saying. I don't mind someone um, venting their frustrations, or if they need to break down, or talk to someone, or cry. I haven't got a problem with that because, as I said, at the end of the day, we're all human. But my issue is don't bring it to the whole social yeah. media. Same thing with when we spoke about Kevin Hart and yeah, yeah, yeah. he, yeah. he had these issues. He come on for me. Um, it's always the same thing for me. It's just a PR stunt. You're yep. only doing it to maintain your profile and your status. You do not genuinely care that us people care for you. No, you just want us to keep buying your tickets or whatever. Yep. And like I said, for me, if I don't need to know about your business, I understand social media, but when things are going well, you're all like that. If shit's going under the fan, keep that shit to yourself. Sort that shit behind doors. Because now Will Smith's giving him the five million. Now Will he's Smith, a, you know. Now, now he's now he's apologising. Will Smith that. had to come out and, and go, nah, what's my what's this bitch? Well, that's what's happened though? Will Smith's basically going, oh, Is yo, that enough? Yo, yo, yo. Oh, Is that my enough? man, my man. What's, my what's man. his Mrs. called again? Jada. Jada, Jada. Call the accountant, quick thing. Exactly. Get, get, get him to wire over <laughs> five <laughs> to get me. My name was a Jada. Look under the bed. Bring a few of these out. This bitch ass N word is running around on, on social media making a fool out of himself, acting a fool. Then after that, get Ving Rames out there to go and choke him out. That baby, that baby boy. boy. Mm-hmm. Oh dear. I mean, as but, I was. As a, but just on. to say one final thing, but you know who the real victim is here, innit? Oh man. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Every time. The kids. <laughs> Somebody oh, think children. of the children. Right, God, right, come out of him. Right, right. That's, uh, that child probably has more money than any of us. Yeah. True, true. But hold on, but, it's so, so, like, but the child don't get the money, does it? The mum, the mum, the mum that she probably spends it on bare man. That's what I'm saying about these chicks. <laughs> <laughs> Scandalous. <laughs> we're, we're spending gonna... man's money on next man. You we're mad? Gonna, we're gonna move on. We're leaving it. Leaving it. Would you? Would you date what? a man who cried like that? What cried over not, not being able media. to see crying. it? Just, you, you come in and he's just crying. But he's not just crying. <laughs> he's not Stop crying. It. He's crying. Stop it. He's, he's not crying just crying. Because he misses his daughter who's clearly... Is he? Does he? <laughs> <laughs> wow. 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 You're so sweet, man. <laughs> to be honest, I think Victor knows Tyrese better than any of us, <laughs> so clearly. Cry, Reese. <laughs> that <laughs> is... That's, <laughs> That's the toilet of the week. Onto the sport.
Uh, Man United lost to Chelsea. Mourinho tactics are again in question. I said a few weeks ago, I wasn't impressed in the way that he approaches the big games, the way he came to Anfield. People saying he should be going for a draw. My point is, when you're considered one of the top teams, whether you play a top team or not, for me, you go and try and win the game and then you settle for getting something from the game. Yeah. You don't go into the game saying, let's get a draw or let's see if we can nick something. That's not the approach of a big team. Mm. And too often... That's what he's been doing in the big games. It's fine because we can't dismiss it totally. He's won Champions League. He's won numerous leagues. He's won FA Cups. He's won League Cups. He's won Cups abroad. So we can't dismiss that it works. Yeah. But when it doesn't work, as the last 10 games have showed, mm. isn't it not time for you to turn around and say, time for me to evolve? Don't blame the fact you don't have the players. Don't blame mm. the fact that you know you want people to spend more money, blah, blah, blah. Surely you should evolve as a coach. Yeah, I'd agree. I mean... Um because it was a, a double Super Sunday, so you had the Arsenal-Man City game before. Mm. So obviously once that game was done, they knew that Man City had won. I think that made them eight points ahead of them yep. before the game. So Crazy. so I would have thought straight away, yeah, like you were saying, to go into a game this big, of this aptitude, you'd think, okay, we need to go. We need to get something out of this game. Let's go and attack it. Um, to be honest, it was a bit more open than I expected. Um, but still, I just always thought that Chelsea were going to nick it just based on their approach. Um, I mean, it worked out. I think there was a stat that came through. I don't think Lukaku had one touch inside, yeah. inside Penalty Chelsea. Box, opposition. opposition box. So, again, I've always... Um, not Lukaku's biggest fan. Um, so, I think his hold-up play is poor. But, again, I think a lot of it is based on how Man U were playing as well. Because, right. obviously, it was more of sit-back and... You know, I think it was almost a 4-5-1 or 5-4-1 they were playing. And then, obviously, he's up there on his own. So... Although his hold-up play could be better, it was more pressure on him as well. So you don't get Lukaku at his best. Um, to go on to your point about his tactics, Mourinho, I'd agree. I think the thing with Mourinho is, like I said, he, he, we know how he is. He, that's how he plays. He sets up, etc. Days it works, we praise him. He's a genius. But I think recently we've noticed that with this particular squad as well, and obviously it's Man U and we, they're renowned for attacking play, etc., and with the money he's spent and the squad he's got, you, you have to expect a more attacking play. Yep. The frustration I have for Mourinho is when it doesn't work, he does his old thing where he throws his um, toys out the pram and he starts mowing and looking to blame others or mm-hmm. isolating people, etc. And it's just boring. So I was kind of happy that Conte um, and Chelsea won because I've got no problem with Conte. And I think the goal by Morata was a great goal, great header. What's a header? Brilliant header. Um, but again, it's like... Oh, I said at the beginning of the season, I've said many times in this program, I thought that um, Man U would win the league. But after that performance, and based on their form, I'm a bit sceptical now because I can't see how they're going to turn things around. Uh, don't get me wrong, I can see Man U going on a run, especially when Zlatan comes back in January. Mm. But I can't see, in terms of how Mourinho has started to plant his poison, how it always is, mm. where you know, players start to turn against him, etc. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm starting to have a few doubts in terms of how he's going to turn it around. To be fair, Vic, you did say early on there was these victories, 3 nils, 4 nils. On paper, they look comfortable. However, the displays. Yeah. I was saying, like, from earlier on, on and on this show as well, that a lot of Man United... All right, when you look at their squad on paper, take Mourinho out of it, right? Their squad is a very, very solid squad. Solid. Like, every, every compartment, every department is has got what it needs, let's say, to, to build something successful, right? Then you've got a successful manager, you put that together. However, he's behaving, at the moment, like a t- like he's just taken over Crystal Palace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, 
yeah, listen, what we need to do is get some points on the board. You know what I mean? Let's just, you know, put it, percentage football. That's what it's just, it's bizarre. And it, it, it's, it's, it's coming to a point where it's like you're forgetting he's got Mata and Martial, Mkhitaryan. Pogba's injured. It's got to be, but it can't be. It can't. It can't go. Oh, Pogba's not here. When you spent how many hundreds? Your squad is worth half a billion minimum. The squad that yeah. you've got there, it's not good enough, right? Now, look at the performances. Look when they played Everton at home, and they won four nil. Everyone sees four nil. If they get Everton, it should have been three one up because the first goal Man United scored was yeah. some banger from thing in the first minute. But the chances, and then the they, chances had... they were missing, yeah. right? Swansea. When like they were one up at Swansea and in an absolute dogfight of a game until the last ten minutes where they just scored three goals because yeah. Swansea went to shit. Right, it was happening time and time. The first real game where a team actually took their chances was Stoke when they drew two all. That time, no, was it Stoke? Yeah, Chupa Moting. Stoke won, didn't they? Oh, did they win? No, I, I thought they drew. I, I thought I, th- I thought they drew. Yeah, they, they drew two all. Yeah. Oh, the uh, back post center when he bullied. Yeah, 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 yeah. Chupa Moting. Yeah. Right, so I was like, look at this team here. They should be doing better. They should be doing better. They've got the players to go and blow teams apart. Yep. They should, that's what they should be doing. But I don't know. What, perhaps it's because Lukaku has stopped scoring. Right? Because he stopped scoring. It's papering over. The, the cracks that are being papered over are now becoming, oh, what's going on? What's, what's happening here? Like they, and on, to top it off, they're, they're not even making charges for him no more. You've got, you've got Lukaku. There's no boxes. There's no balls being played into the box. Yep. Aki not have had no crosses. They being. did show some of the feature on, on match today, which was he wasn't in the box, which yeah. isn't his fault. But you, exactly? never, you never see the ball, yeah. so you go and search you start, for it. Exactly. So then those balls don't get in the box. Yeah. But maybe he has to say to himself, fuck the team, yeah. as I would do as a striker, or yeah. I would do, I used to do, which is fuck the team. I'm still going to stand right fucking here yeah. until one of you's lot pass me the ball. Yeah. I ain't going nowhere. I'm I ain't making them stupid runs, runs all over no the place. Yeah, that's it. Be hey, there. You, no, I'm going to be like Shearer was saying in the match of the day. Right, once it's now it's started happening, just the width of the of the of the of the box. That's it. I'm not running off out there, running off. If any, if any balls get played out there, I'm just gonna hey, you know what I mean? Play in my in my catchment zone. Mourinho, he's angling for more money. That's what he does. But like I said before, three years. He's already started. Yeah. He al- he's already started his nonsense this season already. Having little n- snippet like little bites at the fans. Having little bites at his players, having little bites at the journalists. Do you know what I mean? Next season he'll be ready to blow. Trust me, That's he'll if be he's ready still to there next yeah. season. So, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm exactly. not going over the top with it. Mm, yeah, but, but you just don't know when it, when he starts getting like this. Mm. Is he yeah. mad? And he started that PSG talk and shit as well, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, like you said, but it could come like the usual third. He's um Mourinho's third year syndrome, isn't it? It, it, all, it all goes to it starts with the second year and he's mm. the one who's starting it yeah. I don't really understand you're second in the league alright you should be blowing teams apart but let's perspective they're second in the league mm. there's no reason for him to be biting at fans and biting at exactly. players our people aren't trying like Ander, all right, Ander Herrera I get what he said about Ander Ander Herrera shouldn't be coming out saying oh but even though it was true like I suppose at the same time he goes they just seemed that they have who beat them they have the Huddersfield they, yeah they were more they it more, yeah. yeah they wanted it more and that's not how it should be and I suppose that's what he was saying. You shouldn't. Be, nobody should. They shouldn't be wanting it more. And he's talking about oh, um, in the midweek we had to go there. I'm tired of these bosses talking about the fixture list. It's the same every year. Mm, yeah, it's yeah. The same every year, mate. All right. You know what I mean. You know what's going to happen. Exactly. When you get the Champions League, 
You, you know what I mean? You're going to be flying all over the place. You're going to be in all these competitions. Deal That's just how with, it just is. Just deal with it, innit? And what? And especially when, when you when you when you've got the, the squad Man United has got and Man City. Chelsea can moan now because their squads are all like, I don't know what's going on That's with their, their squad. That's their fault though. So no, it's their fault. You, you can't loan out 30 players and moan yeah. about your squad. There you go. Yeah, well, to be fair, yeah, exactly. Um, City did obviously beat Arsenal. It was 3-1. Mm-hmm. There was a controversial offside goal, which we don't know what might have happened in mm-hmm. that game. Yeah. So we good saying it ended up it's 3-1. Not, yeah. but it was offside. It was clearly offside. It was easy decision. Nearest man to the line so I yeah. don't know what he's doing. But City did look like they could score pretty much at will. Like they have done in many games. Although once Arsenal score, the game changes. Arsenal could get at them, but it's Wenger. Is me. it? Is it? Well, this is what I was going to say. Is it really a game that Arsenal go into and you say, but at the end of it and go, Arsenal played badly? Because I don't think they did play mm. badly. No, they didn't. The, the way I see it, yeah. Um, Man City deserved the win. I ain't going to lie. Um, yeah, it was controversial decisions, obviously. But the thing that summed it up for me, the interviews at the end, as an Arsenal supporter, it is frustrating as hell. No matter whenever we lose, you know what Wenger's going to do. He yeah. looks at the controversial decisions that apparently happened, that apparently cost us to defeat. Sterling penalty was a penalty. Yeah. So he moaned about the penalty. Personally, mm. I thought it was a penalty when I saw it. Um, it's he moaned about the offside. Yeah, it was offside. But the thing I did like about that was Pep's interview. They asked him the same questions. They said, do you think it was a penalty? He said, personally, I thought it was a penalty. Was it offside? He said, yeah, it was offside. But they didn't. we didn't win because of the offside. We won because we were the better side. So for me, whenever managers, not just Wenger, when they moan about oh, it wasn't a free kick or it shouldn't have been a corner or this was offside or whatever. For me, it's it's all fuckery because at the end of the day, these, these things happen. It's football. You can only control what you can control and that's the way your team play. So yes, certain decisions can have an influence on a game. I understand, like you said, if they hadn't scored that third goal, we could have had a chance to get back in it, but we'll never know. But the way I see it is, if you weigh up what they call it, the um, the XP now, the expected, XG, sorry, expected goals or chances. Yeah. If you said... If, for example, if Man City put all their chances away and Arsenal put all their chances away, who wins? You still Man get City. You yeah, get, yeah. yeah, so basically, there's no point talking about, oh, if it was not offside or if whatever. Just base it on what has happened. We lost 3-1. So let's not talk about the decisions. We could have played better, okay? we weren't. It wasn't a poor game, but we could have played better. But Man City were the better side. So for me, it's done. The frustration I got with Wenger, like I said, it's the same every time. He always... Whenever we're losing, you'll see him on the sideline talking to the fourth official. What for? What can the fourth official do? If I'm yeah. the fourth official and you're shouting at me, I'll be like, yeah, oh, why did the ref get that decision? I say, well, why did your defence concede that goal? Maybe you should <laughs> talk to your team. You didn't need to defend. Oh, one second, they've scored again. Maybe you should be talking to your defenders instead of talking to me, Wenger. That's how I'll be approaching it. But anyway, back to the game to say, um, Man City were the better side. Like I said, it's we knew how they are going to play. We go back to Wenger. Why would you play Coquelin? In the back three, yeah. sent, as I, said, I didn't oh. understand that at yeah. all. I mean, when they pulled the lineup, and Jamie Redna, um, Jamie Carragher said the same thing. He said straight away, "Oh, that's a good decision to have him in the centre midfield." I thought, "All right, we've got someone to protect. He's not the best, but it's an option." Yeah. So at least we're thinking He's about still what, your best yeah, defensive midfielder. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's a lot. That's saying a lot. Yeah. And then when I saw Cocklin playing as the main centre back, I said, "This guy's gone, Cino. He's gone. Wenger's gone, mate." So from from when that happened, I, said, I was watching the game. With my dad, I said, "We've lost this." I said, there's no way, and you've got the uh, what's his name, Dabuchi, Kavu- on the be- yeah, give on she, why not just play him on the bench? Yeah, <laughs> you got Koscielny playing on the right hand side of him and Monreal, and I was like, what are you expecting? So Monreal I was like, and Cockerlan, exactly, and, and, then- you, and you're not even starting with Lacazette as well. I was like, yeah. 
that's another issue. I just said, I said, I just said, I, I didn't even get frustrated. I just said, you know, we're, we're done here. There's no point. And he's got the audacity to talk about, oh, Raheem Sterling's a dive and all that. Reverse it. If those decisions came to Arsenal, yeah, do you think he'd be saying that wasn't a penalty? He, he turned around and said that he's an expert diver. Yeah. But you were trying to sign him yeah. this summer, so... Yeah. And final point, just want to say, and Guardiola said it as well, Wenger's quick to complain about those decisions. When we beat Burnley last year with Koscielny's handball, mm. yeah, Wenger didn't say anything. He didn't say anything. He didn't say anything. And Guardiola said it. He said, well, these things happen. Yeah. And he's right. So you, you can't complain when it goes against you, but complain when it goes for others. It's, it's, it's frustrating with this guy. Yeah. For me, mm. you, you look at how to beat Man City. Now, how to beat Man City... But playing the football that we know Arsenal have been playing for time, right? But they're just doing it better at the moment, right? Short passing, real fast, incisive stuff. Boom. When you go to Man City, you must be expecting to not have the ball. That's just my thing. Mm. So well, how are we going to get them? Just like, hey man, just like how Arsenal did it. You hit them on the break, right? Why is Lacazette not there? No, he comes on gets a goal then like then he gets shunted out wide to mm. bring on um, my man Giroud Giroud he doesn't uh, make so I suppose if okay so if, then I think to myself okay you brought Giroud on so you must be putting balls into the box that's that's what I'll be thinking that's the only reason Giroud is going to be on there because he's going to win all the headers especially against those mugs at the back for mm. um, Man City mm. right no that's not what happens I, I suppose at the same time as well yeah because Giroud's link up play is brilliant yeah. but at the same time you brought him on the for, you brought him on the pitch you might as well Peter Crouch it as well. Mm. Fuck it. It's Peter Crouch and no slouch of his feet. But just the whole like what you said, the whole type, Mr Mr. H the whole team mm. just seems like this guy is reaching around in the dark. Yeah. Reaching around in the dark trying to find his keys. <laughs> like what's going like is it here? Is it there? It's just Monreal, for starters, is another thing as well. Why is he the one who's playing centre back? Mm. And not Kolasinac, who's an absolute tank. But I think, if, you, uh, if you're going to play them too. But the thing is, I'll hold you there. I mean, I think personally, Kolasinac's better at the, at the wing back front. Okay. And Monreal has improved he's since been, he played. He's probably been the better centre half. He's been the better centre half. But the problem is, like, like you said, why would you play Cochrane as the main holding one? Yeah. And, and they did, there was a stat as well, because obviously the main centre back in a three is the one that's going to obviously come out and play, create. Yeah. yeah. yeah? <laughs> they did the stats, the passing accuracy stats in that game. Mm. Coquelin came in the lowest, 62% passing accuracy against the likes of the other defenders on Man City side. I think with Stones, etc. They were in the uh, low 80s. On the pitch, he was the lowest passing accuracy, Coquelin. But you've got this guy playing centre-back. First time he's ever played centre-back for us and you play him against Man, Man City. City yeah. It's nonsense. Coco like you said, Wenger's no, like a man in the dark looking for his keys for his car and then realise 20 minutes into the darkness, he hasn't got a car. <laughs> <laughs> um, Liverpool beat West Ham. West Ham. Um, but it's finally... The misery's over. Oh, man. Um, but he brought in Agent Moyes. <laughs> Sleeper agent. <laughs> so, I, I, now I'm going to take Sunderland out of it. And people are saying you shouldn't, but I think you should. Mm. Sunderland is a horrendous club. Yes, they went down, but it was a horrendous club. And only because the other managers have sold their souls to the devil did Sunderland manage to stay in the Premier League for those three years in a row. It was ridiculous. They yeah. finally went down. It was over. Those are experts that keep, well, Allardyce an expert at what he does. I don't know how DiCaneo done it. That was fucking madness. But, they were so sure dad, went there, 
dreadful. They're not right. They're not right. It's first season though. They what beat, station they, then? Oh yeah, they, they, they beat Barcelona. You know what I mean? Is that the the, the what does that mean? What? Beat Barcelona finished fourteenth. What a season! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not Sociedad though. Well, they faced the champion challenging for the title. Though. Does that matter? Yeah. No. Oh, I, I'm saying, I, I mean, like you look around when when the um, done all right. I couldn't speak the language. Well, there you go. We well, don't know that. Any training sessions? Pedro, Pedro, Ale, Ale, Long. All day long. See, 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 see. Vale, vale. But yeah, can you imagine him though, coach? Yeah. I can't understand what he says sometimes in English. So I don't know what them Spaniards are making of him. But anyway, speaking Spanish in a Scottish accent. Sweet. I'm not getting even trying to. Yeah, I'm not going to try and do it. What? Um. He he will. There'll be discipline. West Ham fan. Uh, West Ham players apparently they've had a very relaxed. Yeah too lazy almost regime mm. over there that's why often they don't look fit and I noticed that about the squad a lot of them just don't look fit mm. the other day for Liverpool's goal where where it was only Creswell on his own the way Reed breezed past two men yeah he's a centre back how's he breezed past Noble's got no legs fair mm. enough but Fernandez, what are you twenty one? Mm. Fernandez, he just couldn't be asked. He just couldn't like. be bothered. They had um, optostats on that, innit? In the whole of the Premiership, the West Ham have the lowest uh, distance covered there by the go. team. I think it's only at two thousand kilometers. The lowest one, the twentieth, basically, they, they cover the lowest distance. Imagine that. So, Agent Moyes will come in. There'll be more discipline. Mm. But what's he gonna bring? Other than that, when you look at the squad, will he be able to bring anything out of them? I'm not. I'm not I don't even blame him for Man United. Still now. I do. No. The coaching aspect, getting rid of the backroom staff was fucking stupid. That's his one error he made at Man United. But where, where did they finish though when he was the when he was the manager? Where were they when when he of they finished outside Champions League, didn't they? No, I swear, I swear that was Van Hal that was outside Champions League. So were they in it with Moyes? No, I, he was outside. They must have been outside two years in a row, innit? Yeah, he was outside. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, yeah. But for me, um, the whole Moyes thing, like you said, I think you, you uh, agree that he will add that discipline to them. Um, the problem is they're saying about um, has he still got it? Because obviously what happened with Sunderland, what happened to uh, Man U. So how long ago was he managing Everton? It's like three years now, four years? Something like that, yeah. Four, four years? Four, four Since years Everton? Yeah. It's got to be more than that. It's more than that. How many years has Fergie been gone? Four. Yeah. Is it four or five? Must be more than that. Is it five already? It's got to be because Mourinho's been. This is Mourinho's second, second year. season. Van Hal had yeah. two. Moyes had one. So five years. Yeah, so five years, yeah? Yeah. So, yeah. Based on that, five years ago, right, he's a bad spiller, man. You bad spiller, son. Can I just say it was a great moment when he retired? Mm. But um, <laughs> I think the thing I got for me is the the contract length as well. I know it's six months, so they've given to basically to the end of the year. So I think in terms of the mindset, it's going to give for the players there. Are they going to think, all right, well, this guy's only temporary? Yeah. Um, Muggy. Exactly. They're going to be, I think, fifty. You're going to get players that who weren't getting a chance before a great opportunity for them to shine. The ones that are there. They're gonna think, all right, this guy's on here for a short amount of time. We'll just, you know, we'll just, you know, do what we got to do and see how it gets on. Um, is it gonna set a good precedent for them for the rest of the season? I don't know. I'm a bit skeptical on that. I think from the the, the club's point of view, obviously, he's six months from to prove himself. So from him, yeah, he's got to get it right. If not, then fine, he goes. So I understand that. But I think it's a bit of a grey area in terms of how they're gonna approach it. Um, he wouldn't have been my first choice, to be honest, for West Ham. Uh, I think it's the same for Everton as well. We spoke about um, Sam Allardyce. But I think I've been thinking about it, and I've heard a few um, other reports as well and um, podcasts where they talk about the um, British managers. They always go to the same old, <laughs> yeah. old batch 
of you know, oh, let's look at we've got Moyes, we've got the Allardyce, etc. Flipping mm. a lot, go as far as flopping, what's his name, Warnock, the Paul Warnock, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's, I would have said I wouldn't have um, hired him anyway, he'll probably look else anywhere but anyone but Moyes, but. I don't know. Yeah, who, got could, who could West Ham have got? Yeah, that's, that's, I mean, that's, that's the other thing. Because a, 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 a lot, lot of these fans are really. Mancini, Custard Pie. They tried to talk to. Um, what's his name? He's left recently. Uh, by Ancelotti. Oh. But that's, that's the thing. You're saying Ancelotti. Oh, Ancelotti. Yeah. Custard but Pie. The, but that's the thing for me. It's like, why. This country, England, and when it comes to football clubs, they always do the same thing. When Because we've got a lot of money generating, mm. they, think, they think the first thing they go, we've got to go for a high profile manager. Yeah. Who do you think you are? Exactly. Marco Silva, and I always bring him up. Yeah, what, what, where was he before Watford? He was at um, Hull. Before Hull, he was in uh, Portugal, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So again, he wasn't high profile. Yeah, but they they took a chance, and it's come. Well, he had an amazing Olympiacos record. He yeah, won titles. So but then, yeah, but people start saying, "What's Greek it's football?" Olympiacos. No, I'm saying you get. I mean, I know. I mean, we'll, we'll always have that opinion. Some mm. will say, "Yeah, he's had great records," and then because I would say, "What the fuck is Greek football?" You know what I mean? Mm. And the same with you'll have someone like that guy in Germany. Uh, is it Hoffenheim? The youngest manager ever. Mm. So taking a chance. The thing with England, they don't do that. It's, uh, the closest they've come to a young, up and coming English manager is Eddie Howe. Yeah. Now, as soon as you have a bad run of Bournemouth, no one's talk about him anymore. Exactly. But again, we have got to take a chance. All they think is because, for example, Crystal Palace, fucking Roy Hodgson. They think, okay, because he's done it a million years ago, he'll do it now. So what's the difference of saying, okay, Uncle Roy. you know what I mean? Let's get someone young and try it. I mean, at the end of the day, it's still a chance. It's still a risk you're going to take. Mm. But I think it's going to be always the same. So when you say who was there for West Ham, come on, West Ham's. They're not the biggest club in the world, but they're a good, well-established club. They've got a new stadium. I'm pretty sure you can find a manager anywhere in the world, rather than David Moyes, who's going to come and still give him a six-month contract and say, prove me in six I months you could do something. I wouldn't do it personally. Mm. I would have given it to Moyes over a manager who never managed the Premier League with six months and your team is currently sitting at the bottom. Oh, Moyes, I wouldn't have taken six months. I suppose I, you know why he took it. You know why he took it. Mm. I think if you're for a, man- if you're for a manager, you don't know the Premier League. Mm. Although you can look and we can mock Hodgson all we want, mm. if you look at Crystal Palace now in comparison to how they were under Thingy, they're not. Now that Thingy's back, Zaha's back, mm. the way he structured them is give the ball to Andrew Townsend, give the ball to Zaha, <laughs> everyone else, do your job. Yeah. Now that's not great, but they look a lot safer mm. and lots more secure. They've, they've lost games, obviously, but they should they should have beat Tottenham. Yeah, they should, it's they not too dissimilar from when Thingy was there, mm-hmm. but defensively, they don't look the same shambles. Yeah. And that's what they're saying. Will a coach coming from abroad come in and go, right, let me see English football. That two months that he's trying to adapt and learn the English football, you ain't got time for that. At the start of the season, mm-hmm. get a manager, but I wouldn't personally trust getting a foreign manager. Up a, a young manager, maybe. Yeah. But not a foreign manager. But mm-hmm. like you said, these young manager things, even when you look in the championship, or I will see the same guys getting the jobs. Thank you. So where does this manager come from? I'm yeah. not gonna give a. I'm not gonna give the manager to some but league one. In the Corley Town. Mm. I'm not gonna give him the manager. Mm. In Spain though, you hear Alhanco FC mm. have given the Valencia's job and just gone to this guy. You're like, yeah. what? Yeah. Do you know yeah. I mean? But that wouldn't happen. Hoffenheim, like you said, mm. Dortmund. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's, an, it's probably another topic for another day. I'm just saying, it's mm. just it always makes me wonder because, like, like you say, if you go into lower leagues, I think the one that stands out for me is what's his name, Notts County, Kevin Nolan. He's yeah. there, he's got on top of the league at the moment. But I know, obviously, no one would pick him for a premiership job. But if mm. it was a different country, and like you said, Alejandro is doing great there, they'll maybe put him into the Real Madrid B team, start yeah. coaching them, and then bring yeah. through. But we don't have that mentality here, and it's always going to be the same. So, David Moyes, uh, what's his name? Allardyce, Hodgson, even Redknapp, Harry Redknapp, for fuck's sake, they keep bringing up. And it's the same old, same old. And mm. it's like, these guys are going to die at some point. What about so, my Alan Pardew? 
You know what I mean? He, 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 he's, he's just he, sitting there doing a punditry he's waiting, in it? He's due another go, isn't he? young compared to them as well. Yeah, but yeah. still, it's the same old, same old. And I'm mm. like, I got you saying about, all right, you, the trust you put in someone who understands the league. But still, for me, I'm thinking, all right, I don't know. I just feel like you could get a young manager or put someone else in. It doesn't have to always be the same. Me, no. personally, I wouldn't have picked Moyes. I understand why they did, but I wouldn't have picked him. I think yeah, there's I a... Mean, there's, oh, go on, Moyes, like, you know what I mean? It's like... Escaping from Joseph Fritzel's basement and then jumping into a car with Abu Hamza. That's like, <laughs> you know what I mean? That's like oh getting rid of Billick and then getting getting wise. But even at the same time as saying that, I've, I see a lot of unrealistic fans around. They crack me up. Whenever, like whenever their manager gets fired, they think that they could just go and get anyone. Oh, yeah. Why? Why we sh- we should be trying to get this person? Like I remember, I, I was seeing this. Uh, I've seen a lot of Everton fans on TV and a lot of um, West Ham fans, and some of the names they're coming out with, just like what makes you think yeah. right, that this guy wants to come to your <laughs> exactly. like, especially that like, West Ham's a club that uh, I, I like. West Ham, mm. I like the fact I was there. I was there on Saturday to watch them get done in the ass by Liverpool. I was there, right? But if you're a good manager. You you will find you will get your reputation ruined by managing West Ham. Yep. Because, because so the things so the, the things start going wrong. The fans are some of the and I, I hate to say this, Robbie, Fogo. The fans are some of the worst once a bad spell comes about yep. for the club. All over you. They are one they, of the they, worst. They were, they were only lenient with Billick because they lie because they luck because he's he's a, he's a, he's loved by the thing and even then he he was still getting it. Like I'm talking about, I was there and. Even in the first few minutes before they scored, the atmosphere was just murmurs and it was negative. Like someone loses the ball. Ugh. Look, mate, I'm one of these people who, who don't subscribe to that. Oh, you come, you come on. We've paid your money, so you could, you could do what you want. It's called support. That's what it's called. I support a team, right? Do you think they need your support when they're beating the shit out of everyone five nil? That's not when they need you, you know that's that. That's right, that's, it's, thank you. That's, that's true that's, that's, that's not when they need you to be cheering and jumping around. They need you when the shit is really hitting the fan to get them going and just keep believing in them. Nope. Oh, yeah, we should be we should be going after who's that guy who was just in charge of Brazil. I was sitting there watching Sky Sports going, are these guys mad? Why the bloody hell would Carlo Ancelotti come? Exactly. Come here. Why would he? For what? See, the thing is, it it does raise, and we'll talk about this another day, it does raise an interesting point, though. When you've managed the top, top teams, but you wouldn't take this challenge, Rafa has taken that challenge. Yeah, yeah he's, he, that is the maddest of all, man. But that's what I'm saying. Doesn't that make Those you... Doesn't that show worst, you, but he fans. showed how good a manager he is, though. Yep. But that's what I'm saying. So when people are saying this, why should I? The point is... You could probably prove something because what basically saying is you can only manage top teams, which is what people always point at people like that. Some they people, do, yeah. But Some. who else has he managed apart from AC Milan? Yeah, no, yeah. That's no, what I'm saying. No, I so agree. Why, when you think about it, why shouldn't they think you could? You want to be in London? You're gonna be in London. No. Because there's better jobs in London. Like if I was Ancelotti, I, I would come through for Tottenham or Arsenal, right? Maybe Arsenal. 
No, no, yeah, but you know, no, 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 the, the the risk of getting my, of getting my, my reputation damaged yeah. is far greater than me going on to enhance my reputation at West Ham because the owners are all over the place. You got the owner's son who thinks he's um some PR man. Yeah, I know. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Can't, can't keep his mouth shut for two minutes. Karen Brady got got a lot to say about herself for some reason. But if you right? could if you could come in, do what Raf has done at Newcastle. Which isn't, I'm not saying they're amazing, but given their, you're just looking at the players, you look at the club and going, really, this shouldn't be going the way it's going for them. They've mm. had a few defeats, but that squad. It, 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 man, I'll be honest, he ain't setting the world alight over there. No, it, but it, he's it, gone it, down it, and he still took them back up. Again. Yeah, he, he took them back up with the best bloody squad in the league, right? Other because, people have had good No, I agree. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not knocking him, but, mm. but he, he isn't, he's not an alchemist, for God's sake. He, he hasn't walked into the room and found a lump of, of lead and gone, here, but he comes out with fucking. 25 karat gold and all that is chucking it all up all, all, all the, the Newcastle fans do you know what I mean it's not it's, it's gone with the, it's can't, and, he, and he's, 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 the expectations are low because they know that Mike Ashley he wants to sell mm. and and, and he, he's not giving him money You, if Newcastle had given Matt Rafa Benitez 100 million in the summer they'd be rioting as them, them, them Geordie fans they are like I said the Newcastle fans are the most unrealistic fans I've said that before <laughs> in the Premier League the most unrealistic fans all they want to talk about is Jackie Milburn. <laughs> <laughs> really? Jackie Milburn. That's how you know the guy. That's how you know this legend is old, right? Because a guy was still sensible to call him Jackie. right? Jackie Milburn. Yeah, back in them days. Right? You ain't won shit in 60 years. But you're all over people. Really? They love wrestling. And what's the other thing? West Ham, the West Ham way. When did West Ham become, uh, become Barcelona? You don't play football the West Ham way. What when you had Trevor Brook and your one flair player? Never <laughs> had it. Like, do you know what I mean? You, what's, what's all this rubbish I hear from West Ham fans? And I like West Ham, but I'm going to tell it real about them, right? Lower your expectations of managers and what you want them to do. Build. That's why these other teams surpass you and go past you, like Southampton and these other teams, because the, the expectations were. Even though, don't get me wrong, now. You get some, you get stupid owners from now and again, like Southampton. Claude, Claude Puel finishes eighth, and he gets his cut final. And they get sacked. Sorry, where should where, where should you where should you be finishing? That's a good point. I where should, where should you be finishing? They left the last eight. You're games, a selling club. Who's been yo-yoing historically mm. between the? So where should you be? Where, you, that was strange. What's but going again, on? like they said, they got to a final, which they lost to Man United, and they should have yeah. won really. Yeah. Um, and you finished eighth. And they finished eighth, but they so, did lose the last eight games, and their problem was don't care. They overachieved. The way he played, they didn't. Oh, the Southampton way. Is that, is, no, no. Is that way, is that, way is that he played was. Now? It was. It was not too dissimilar to um, Matt Letizia. He went over there and spoiled everyone. <laughs> it wasn't too dissimilar to way. Um, what's his name? The old boy we're talking about, Hodgson, which yeah. is defend, and then we see if we get something. Which, not every bit of football. Every coach is no, the same. But you, know, but you know what they could but do? But he finished eighth, like you said, and they got to a cup final. Which yeah. one was the last time they did that? That's what I'm they saying. They beat us. Yeah, along the, along the way. But you know, but you know, but you know what you know what they could do? They could have, they could have a really great time with with a manager playing Kevin Keegan football. <laughs> blood pressure, <laughs> blood pressure football. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Are we gonna win? Are we gonna lose? Who knows? That's the fun of it. Let's 
let's let's let's leave the football. Stupid football fans. <laughs> let's leave the football quickly onto the boxing so we can fly through this. Uh, Beyonce Wilder beat uh, Stavern. <laughs> Beyonce, <laughs> Beyonce windmill, mate. <laughs> Absolutely tucked him in, but it was a pointless fight in essence. I could have beat Stavern on Saturday. He wouldn't. He, remember this talk of him not fighting Dylan White. Yeah, he wouldn't have done that to Dylan White. So no. while he's trying to say he's not fighting Dylan White, fighting Stavern. Shows that he the, this noise he's making in the media shows that clearly he's a bit of a prick because you and your guys have fought, you've arranged to fight a guy who you could beat up the way he beat him up. Man was windmilling, he was throwing punches literally from the back of the ring, and the guy was standing there to be hit. So don't tell me, oh, I'm not fighting Dillian White because any man, Dillian White beats Stavern too. Especially, Giza comes in, yeah. how much did he weigh? What did he, did he look like a boxer? Come and come like Homer Simpson. Fizz, he was all over no the way, place. No way, just get time. Yeah. Man just punching his belly and Homer just... And then they just... Whoosh, man was, fall over. Absolute He was an absolute shambles. Like, and I'm sorry, because I've, I've had a lot of disagreements with people. Like my guy Ryan. Um, oh, Bill and White. I mean, Wilder will smash up. You see what he's done to Stavern. Stavern has been... He's fought once in two he's 39, years. 39, huh? He's 39 for once in two years. Two fights ago, he was fighting Beyonce Windmill. Yeah. And coming in in good condition. And he went 12 rounds of him. He turns up this time looking like they just rolled him out of Stratford Rex. And said, get in the ring and have, a, and have a row with this guy. Got lamped up. Then you got like Beyonce Windmill and, and he's hyping, hyping. Talking about Anthony Joshua ducking him. I don't know who win between the two of them. One thing I know is AJ's not ducking you. The guy, you fought a guy called Jason Gavern, right? In your, Beyonce Wilder's had 39 fights. Right. He fought a guy called Jason Gavern in his 34th or 35th fight, who AJ beat in his 11th fight. Right. This is what, so he's had about 35 tune-ups against Journeyman. And it's only the last couple of years he's been calling out AJ. They're going, oh yeah, yeah. We had 11,000 people for a a replacement um, opponent. AJ got 78,000 people for a replacement opponent who turned up would look in good condition looking to fucking fight Beyonce Wilder wouldn't do right. to attack him what, no what he no did to, to Figgy no chance then they're talking about AJ's ducking him they don't want to fight us uh, you know blah 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 the money what were they saying yeah they say come over to England because the money's here let me tell you something if Las Vegas this is true if Las Vegas um, wants wants a fight then there's no more place on earth that can make more money okay no. but then what you should be doing is to watch though there you go because nobody in America knows Beyonce Windmill, to be honest, right? He's, he can't even sell out a stadium in his own in his own, in his own area, yes. right? In his own state. But here's the here's the fact about it. They're talking about oh, Eddie Hearn's not 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 entertaining them. Let's stop people at home. Anyone who's listening to this, stop listening to Beyonce Windmill's people. And I'm and I'm not an AJ fanboy. I just know logic. I know boxing. AJ's got three belts, right? He's just fought a mandatory. That's who. Um. Beyonce, Stavern somehow, I don't know how they manoeuvred it, but he became, um, he's got four, he's got the IBF, WBA, and that nonsense IBO one. Oh, actually, yeah, yeah okay. but still, I don't know about that one. But, um, Stavern was somehow mandatory, even though he hadn't fought in two years. I don't even ask how that's happened, I don't know. Mm. But, um, that, to be fair, on, on, on Wilder's foot point, on his part, he's had two legitimate contenders who he was supposed to fight. Povetkin, and um, Luis Ortiz, they both failed drug tests. So then that's messed up those big fights. Yeah. We're going to be a test for him. But they're talking about Eddie Hearn don't want to... Oh, Anthony Joshua's talking about two fights time. Well, yeah, because he's got another mandatory to take care of. 
Why is it alright for you to fight mandatories? And then when AJ's got a fight, he's, he's not giving no one ain't no one giving up a belt to fight you. Mm, exactly. Right? And to top it off, you're talking about he's ducking you, Eddie Hearn won't do business with you. Make him an offer. You know, you know you guys are promoters too, Lou Debella. You're you a promoter as well. It's not all Eddie Hearn. Like, but oh, Eddie Hearn's, but doesn't he's that not sending you? us a contract. Make that him shows, an offer. That shows you already who's got the money. Mm. Yeah. So why are you talking all this gas, blah, blah, blah? That shows you where the money's going to come from. The fact that you're saying... You know normally what you get is this. We told him we'd give him blah, blah, blah. Eddie Hearn says he's going to give you four mil or whatever it was to fight, to fight Dillian White. Which will be the biggest payday of your career. And you, and you reckon it's easy. And what Eddie Hearn said is true. Now, I agree with both, both sides on this one. Right? Eddie Hearn said four million to fight... He said four million to fight Dillian White, Dillian White... And US TV money. So his, he could take home anything up it's four to seven million. You don't know, right? When you're when you're being paid nine hundred grand for your fight on Saturday. There you go. Hold on a second. Right? Oh did um yeah, yeah. And then plus that will build the fight here. So you can it will be a stadium. It'll be a stadium fight, whoever else, Josh, but it'll still build the fight more. Yeah, of course. If you people see you come and punch up Dylan White and then right, and you say it's easy work. Yeah, if it's like come work, and easy come work for your best. Four million light work. What's yeah, the problem? Right? Mm. Why not? Then um, on Wilder's part, he's saying, listen, I'm a king. <laughs> kings talk to other kings. I don't talk. Who's Eddie Hearn that he's, he's going to be telling me who I should fight next? I understand that. I understand that. Think about it from his point of view. I don't have to fight someone to earn a shot at fight AJ. I'm a, cha- I'm a WBC champion. It's a unification fight. That's how these things work. Mm. Yeah. Agreed. But then you can't also be asking 50-50 because AJ's, AJ's making 20 million per fight and you're making 900 bags. Exactly. That's, that, that's, that's not how it makes. He's bringing works. two belts. Yeah, exactly. To the equation. So, there's there's a lot of nonsense being said, but I'm telling people, look, man, don't listen to all the gas. There's a lot of people talking gas. Those are the facts. Um, UFC, GSB came back and he did the job. Bisping got choked out and I mean out. Strangled. GSB, greatest of all time. He's the reason why I watch UFC, as most people know. The, re- the reason I got into it was because of him. So I'd always read him. But the way he came back... No neck bastard. <laughs> the way he came back, though, above his weight as well. Yeah. Having been out for four years. And to wrap a guy up the way he wrapped up Biskin. Other guys aren't wrapping up Biskin. Biskin's been... He's been on mm. form for the last how many... He's been performed well that fight as well. He did. But he hit that shot. And he the did. way man closed the deal. Like he said, he, he knew... He's he's so technical. That's the thing. He's not like the other fighters. I mean, there are technical fighters, but not like GSP. Mm. It's next level. Man's even talking about he would let him part get up after the bang, so then he could go for the choke. Nobody else would do it the way he done it. Yep, yep. It's true. Like it, it, GSP just makes me laugh. He's he's got that no neck Craig Bellamy look to him, and he's always got that <laughs> smile on his. Like a Bisbing, Bisbing. You know, you say a lot of pussy. You say profanity, and he sings. You know. He's cracking up. His face up. as well. You're very insecure. You're very insecure. Insecure. Uh, that was quite funny. Where just this whole interview, where he still showed Bisping respect and said, "Listen, this guy yeah. is a proper fighter, yeah. and Bisping's not going to retire." And we're going to fly through now. Dilly Shaw beat Cody Garbrandt. Um, people were surprised. I wasn't really. Dilly Shaw's got. He can do bits. He was the champion. He didn't get title shot for eighteen months. So you know. Yeah. He previously was the champion, so you can't really say exactly. He's not any man. He lost that fight on on points as well. So, yeah. you know, it's Dominic Cruz, uh, Joanna. They just call her. That's the one. Just click. Uh, lost to Rose. And the man, uh, listen. Yeah. She does look like a killer. Brav. She looks like 
She looks like a real life killer. If anyone yeah. sees her, girl from Dragon Tattoo, girl with a Dragon Tattoo. That's who she looks like. Rose the Thug. It's her nickname as well. Yeah, the Thug. <laughs> uh, Joanna's saying don't compare me to Ronda Rousey. Basically, one because she actually turned up and done an interview yeah, after she true. lost. We do, she didn't disappear for six months. Mm-hmm. Two because anyone can lose. She's lost yeah. to a good fighter. But she didn't get a jaw absolutely blown away like it's still in place. So, you know, but we'll see what happens with her. Um, that's the sport. On to... What the f***? So a man who tried to kill a spider with a blowtorch accidentally burned down his house. <laughs> so I, I, I just don't understand. What you, 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 you got for us, Laurie? This story? What you got? Uh, well, I've read it... Oh, I can't remember now, about a week or two ago, maybe. And it just made me laugh because it's probably well something that I would probably do. I'm terrified of spiders. Well, I'm terrified of a particular spider. That's you, you, you would use a blowtorch to kill it. Well, the thing is, I wouldn't <laughs> do it. No, I can't kill my my dilemma rests in I can't kill the spider because I feel really guilty. But I'm literally scared to death of you know the black ones in the like. So you're not, racist towards racist. spiders. Towards spiders, yeah. Like <laughs> tarantulas. Tarantulas, I'm fine with. I can hold them. I think they're cute. They're chunky. Whatever. But those fucking black fuckers <laughs> that you get in the fucking bath. I'm telling you now. I want to start home. You are now tuned in to that. the National Front <laughs> radio show. I went to got home and there was like three in my bathtub and two of them were dead. It was like a massacre. They'd all just attacked each other. They're vile. But it's you know, the spiders, right? You're still, you're still oh, the spiders, yes, right? the spiders. Not grime I, MCs. But I think... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I understand. Well, I don't understand what the guy was doing. It's ridiculous. Using a blowtorch to get rid of webs in the foundations of your home is this just is the thing. It wasn't inside his house. It was under his house. <laughs> so he was under his mobile what home. What are expecting to fucking see spiders and cobwebs there, though? Like, do you know well, what this I mean? is it. What? Yeah. It's under what his you, mobile, yeah, it's yeah, a mobile home. All things to use. Why are you using a blowtorch? Well, I don't understand. <laughs> Clearly, he didn't have a Not even a catcher. duster or, you know... <laughs> A broom. A broom. So you don't have to get too close. You can just like, you know, just do... Yeah, but then they can climb down the broom. That's equally terrifying. Yeah, but he's just burned the gaff down and up climbing down the <laughs> <that, isn't> <laughs> Fucking guy. Even if you're oh. arachnophobic, you still want to go to them... No, no, uh, if you're arachnophobic, you would not be in That's what I'm saying. At... No, nah, listen. Or... If it was the film Arachnophobia, then you use the blowtorch. Oh, you have to. Because they use the blowtorch and at the end, yeah. they still yeah. try to move. Yeah, <laughs> <exactly>. <laughs> God, oh, nice. There's blatantly some peckerwood, you know that. Well, there's a mobile home in Arizona, come ah, on. Yeah, 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 <laughs> there you go, man. I mean, it was some peckerwood, just there. You, you can imagine the interview, it. So what did you do? Uh, I tried try to kill them and spiders. <laughs> <laughs> I took the blowtorch and I tried. I didn't realise that wood was flammable. <laughs> <laughs> them one. That's what I don't understand. And I'm glad you brought this to our attention, Laurie. Because That's all right. the more I read it, I was like, this guy's a fucking idiot. Under your house. So you have to go under your house. Where there's all this kind of debris, you know, it's a wooden, it's a mobile home, but like American ones, you know, so you know this, everything's highly flammable around, you've got all this debris underneath, you know, wind blows wood under there, all that kind of stuff, leaves, everything, and you decide, now's the time for me to sign a blowtorch. Has I don't, got, is there a picture, has he got a mullet? No, they haven't. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't the thing is, if, if he was, if he didn't like spiders that much, just. Get someone else to do it. That's Get what an I exterminator. Do. Them Americans love an exterminator. You <laughs> yeah, know what I mean? I bet you some slack joy yokel in it or something. <laughs> <laughs> of course he is. Of course he is. Although <laughs> being an exterminator is a dangerous job. A friend of mine does pest control and he got chased by a swarm of wasps across a golf course. Yeah, but being a fucking ras idiot is even more dangerous. <laughs> 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 fucking hell. Do you think he'll get like insurance? They said. Get the fuck nah, out of here. Mobile home insurance? No. Nah, Spider kind of people, insurance. These people don't have insurance. He's an arsonist. Why is he going to get insurance? <laughs> <laughs> he just exactly. set a 
Blaze's yard. Fuck. There was also an elderly woman in there. What? What? To her? Yeah. And some neighbours, they had to help the elderly woman out. Because you oh. burned the fucking house down, innit? Like, so no, she didn't die. She didn't die. She didn't die. She was removed. Say, you she sustained minor injuries, but she's not injured by the flames. It took, yeah, grandma. It took 23 firefighters. 23? 23. Mm. <laughs> and I bet they still blame those fucking cobwebs. If it was it? a mobile home, I'm surprised it hadn't gone up in flames by the time they got there. Because that stuff's like kindling. That's what I'm saying. So now they're trying to help him. Apparently, the Red Cross is involved now. And they're trying to help him with housing. Oh, because him and his his mama. Hey, mama! <laughs> I'm burning the house down. You may want to get out. <laughs> Laurie Lee. That is get bad. Laurie Lee. <laughs> no one. Why would they get me? I'd be. I'd be in no Where's Caucasian glory? No, Caucasian glory. Oh no, you're right. It's like something May or something. We gonna yeah, kill us some of them black fuckers Mary Jane, Mary Jane, where you at? Oh, God. Get that dog. Oh, get that blow torch. Those never... goddamn cobwebs. <laughs> Don't never... make me get the hose. <laughs> <laughs> get the hose. Get the hose. <laughs> no, I've I've many times almost broken my own neck trying to get rid of a spider. So I'm not probably the best person to ask. I would never be that scared of it, of anything. I don't think to go. And remember, you're climbing under your house. Well, is that, like, there's a, like Stick said, what, what else are you expecting to see under there? I can't understand why you're taking a blowtorch to this thing. It's, it's, it's cobwebs. What What are you expecting a blowtorch to do? A duster would have been more It's efficient. a cobweb. Exactly. Uh, what do you think? Spider-Man was down there putting his webs up. I don't know. What, what's, what's he doing? I, can't, I don't understand your mentality, mate. No, you know what? I've got no sympathy for you. You're homeless. Fuck you. You brought on yourself, mate. The spiders I feel sorry for. Fucking blowtorch, you know. On that note, Mr. H, <laughs> that sympathetic note, it's another episode of The Rival Show. Yes, um, it's been a pleasure uh, hosting it again and feeling the warmth of you guys here. Merv the host, Slick the Vic, Caucasian Glory Laurie. <laughs> and it's nice to have a nice um, ambience here without the lack of a certain person here. <laughs> no names Monty with an M <laughs> well uh, thank you for tuning in and on my left to say goodbyes well, sorry we'll start with on my right so. uh, goodbye guys hope you enjoyed the show tonight uh, have a good e- okay have a good evening uh, I'm out Laurie, Laurie out and ahead of me it's me the slick man legendary slick man get at me on twitter at Vicky Boo slick Goodbye. Uh, myself, Mr. H, you will listen to the salt undertones of me, Mr. Bujabanta. And finally, on my left. Smurf the Swerve. And that's another episode of The Rival Show. <laughs>